Hello, you're listening to the Eric McKenna Project. Hello. Get Are you comfortable over there? I just got comfortable. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, ah, man. Thank you all for being here. And they're walking in tonight, and they do not have any flipping clue what we're going to talk about, because I have not told them what's on my cranium. So we're ad-libbing tonight, like always. Right? I love it. Uh, Facebook and Instagram <laughs> shit the bed. Last week, a couple days ago, was it like three days ago, four days Monday. ago? I was actually uploading our show together. Yeah. And I couldn't get it to upload. I'm like, that's kind of funky. And then poof, out. Yeah. I think it was, was it middle it was, morning? It was something? Monday, yeah. It's in the morning? Right after the whistleblower came out on Sunday night. Oh, perfect. Perfect segue. You well. Know, I, I um, just want to say that here we I go. actually, I'm considered a social media queen. I'm on there all the time. I know you are. I did <laughs> that's not. That's why we're talking about this. I did not. Notice, nor was aware that Facebook or Instagram or any of them went down. I didn't notice at all. So that means I had a good day of not being on social media, yeah. and we should all be proud. I had no idea either. I had no clue. I go on like spurts. Mm -hmm. A minute here. I think I have ADD too. So yeah. <laughs> a minute here, a minute on to something else. I had no idea. Well, I schedule I a lot now. So my, my social media is going like probably right now. I don't know. You know, I'm always in random places, and it's like uploading. I only knew because I saw news about it that it was down, and there was all the conspiracy theories that came out. And Facebook the memes, junkie. But the memes, yes, right. the memes <sighs> and the conspiracy theories, and right yeah, talk amongst yourself. We're talking amongst ourselves. We don't stop filming. We just, we just go. I mean, what would I'm happen if Facebook like, were to permanently go down, or social media were to permanently go People down? Would like, lose their shit. People would lose their minds. They'd be like, "What? Lose their minds? What do we do? Oh, absolutely. You think? Hundred percent." It's become too much of people's lives. Yeah. It's been is too it really too much, though? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Well, it's I debatable. think for a lot of people, I mean, it's something you check, you read your articles mm -hmm. on, there's recipes on it, there's funny cat videos on it. <laughs> no, that was Facebook in the early 2010s. It was all cat. I haven't seen a cat video in a long cats. time. Oh, my gosh. I watched one last night, and there was this guy, and he was acting like his cat. Okay. And I it was, was what? he was like acting like his cat would. So he it was I'll put it on my Facebook page. Please do. What's the date today? The seventh. October seventh, everybody who's listening she just check dated back. Our show. It Rule is... number one. Don't take the show. <laughs> Amateur hour. Amateur hour. You can She's edit so it. So experienced. Anyway. <laughs> She's teaching just me gonna have to get this one out in a timely manner, I guess. But um, Ooh, you know, he was like ouch. running around the house with like one of those door stoppers, and he's like hitting it with his hands, and then just suddenly spazzes out and runs across the room. But it's like a person, so I mean, he did all kinds of stuff, like like knocking this cat toy, like like doing that on the. It was hilarious. Was it funny or stupid? Oh, I thought it was so spot on. I mean, it was like the cat using the litter box at three person? in the morning. No. Hmm. I mean, I have had cats. I, I will never cats. have a cat again. I don't like cat. I don't hate cats. I, just I will pet like a cat. Cats. I never want a cat again. I'm done with cats. I just We've think cats had are our relationship. They are. They're pretentious. Totally. They're just like dicks. They're gross. They're pretentious ass. They are. Like dogs I think are the they're best. Gross. Yeah, like they dogs are. are the best. I love dogs. Yes. I want a million dogs. I yes. never want a cat again. Like, I'm done. Cats look at you like you're fucking bothering me. 
Like leave and me the, alone. they get back at you and they get mad at you and like most of the time they yeah, don't want to be pet. So low maintenance, man. No. Not Compared really. To a dog. No. I agree to disagree. No. Litter in, boxes. In real estate, yeah, you know. They, I don't like them in real estate. No, I don't like them. They smell. Yeah. They smell. They smell. They can smell. And they're vicious. They can be vicious. And they shed. And they, they shed. They what? They shed. I don't Not know. like a doodle. Do they? I want a golden doodle. I have two. <gasps> I'm saving up. <sighs> Maybe if somebody pays me more money, I can get a doodle. Is that a shot? That's a That's shot a across shot. the bow. Just put a special. Can we put like a line? Can we put a line on my payroll checks? It's the doodle cause. <laughs> so in a couple of years. Doodle fund. Yes. <laughs> the doodle fund. But seriously though, now you trying to honestly tell me some bullshit that none of you really were too affected by the fact that it was out. No. I I had no idea. I didn't know. I Literally. knew, but I wasn't I did affected not know. by it. Because I, I mean, it's the middle of the day. So yeah. I really don't do anything on there other than check news, really. Instagram was down, too, because I guess there are two P's in the same and pod, WhatsApp, right? the entire... Oh, uh, what's... I'm so, not even sure what that is. So what's interesting about it, and again, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but it was the but only time do. in history where all three of them went down at the exact same time for the longest period ever, the day after this supposed whistleblower, I don't really believe is a whistleblower, came out. It just... It just Something doesn't add up. So maybe about that. it was me. Well, I, I initially well, I mean, there were there that, were articles, that, and I don't know how true they are. I think the New York Times had an article that said the employees couldn't even get in the building. I did see that. So it's like, the, why? Yeah, like, I saw the like what's going on? And like the DNS server was it couldn't find the website, couldn't find Facebook, and like literally the. Did right. the morning after so someone goes could out? Could you have gone in there and sniped that Facebook domain? No, no. That <laughs> <laughs> thought crossed my mind for a second, but it was like, there's no way you could do that. Logging on GoDaddy. Isn't that, isn't, that, isn't that what Trump did with Jeb Bush? When Jeb Bush, yeah, during the during the 2016 presidential campaign, Jeb Bush let his domain lapse, and Trump bought it and pointed all the traffic to his website. It's fantastic. I mean, smart. It's if you're, so, if you're that dumb. Yeah. You're I, can't, that dumb. I can't say where, but one of my positions I had newly gotten into got hacked mm -hmm. uh, three months in. And it... Thank you. <laughs> and uh, it was put up for auction without me knowing. And then um, we, were, we were being extorted for... $2,000 to get the domain back and they mm -hmm. put a pornography site on top of it. Nice. So everybody who went to our link saw pornography and I was brand new and I was like, ha ha, everybody. It's just, <laughs> it's fine. I'm changing the culture of this company. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Immediately. I'm sorry about that. We're just going to buy this other domain over here and move on with our lives. So what? yeah, I really introduced something new to the, the company culture that year. What if it was down for a couple of days? People would lose their fucking mind. I'm telling you right now. I mean, people would lose their mind. Well, one, one, I think, not only from a personal standpoint, from a business standpoint, right? right? That's, that's where I it, affected it, by it, right? It drives a lot of traffic. It drives, you yeah. know, ads. I mean, a lot of businesses run purely off of Facebook and Instagram ads. So if right. that's down for oh, two days, that impacts. There are companies that are making hundreds of thousands of dollars a day. I mean, look how much money it costs Facebook. It was like it was like hundreds of millions of dollars. I think they said they lost what was it, $220,000 a minute. Zuckerberg's 
bottom line. That's what they they were talking about. How much he personally? I think he said like seven billion because when the stock tanked. Hmm. Now I think it came back up, but I I think I think if it was down for a couple of days, there would be fucking panic. So who (laughs) did that? Do you think who shut them down? It's their hack from somewhere. No, it's was... that Carol Baskin lady. <laughs> <laughs> it was her. I know it. She shut down the Tiger King. And now she's shutting down our Facebook. Fucking Carol Baskin. Oh. Carol Baskin. <laughs> Stupidest awesome. show ever. <laughs> Did those but hours I'll never get back. Everybody watched it. I, I watched well, it. Yeah, because it began the pandemic. Everybody yeah. was afraid of what was happening. It gave peace I will to the never country. Get those hours the dysfunction of that show gave everybody a unifying rally cop. For really good. Where about were my you life? when COVID? Started. Really good. I was watching, watching Tiger, Tiger King. King. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty much it. it was. Don't you think? I mean, it was yeah. terrible. That'll always be equated with COVID. I think and that, that show, show will would never be. have made it. I don't think no. it had been released in normal time. Mm-hmm. Not normal a chance. Times. Not a chance in hell. Right. I mean, I no. don't know. Honey Boo Boo made it. True. And she's sweet, but I'm just saying, like, true. That that's, show. I think Honey Boo Boo is a little bit distinguishable from Tiger King. I would say. I mean, I think kids oh, kids are always cute, regardless of. The, not the, always. The, well, I, <laughs> I have kids, so I'm an optimist. I, I just think. I, oh, I your think, kids are cute. That's I think yeah. kids can okay. be. I think all kids have their their time yeah. and their place. I think they're sweet. Yes. Even I, when they're mean. Back to your question. You, you never met it? babies, kids. <laughs> God, that's a blast from the past. <laughs> yeah, I got that one. I got babies, kids. I don't think a hacker group did it. You'll think. No. Anonymous didn't do it. Someone would have taken credit for it by now. That's why, I mean, oh, again, not a conspiracy theorist. You think it was a random, just stupid, like, act? I of... think it was intentionally done. It came from within. From within. I, I, I believe that. Because, again, if there's ever a hacking instance that happens, right, and especially this one, the longest and biggest hack of the entire fucking hacking world, mm-hmm. no one took credit for it. Like, if someone did that, they're like, yep, we did that. We took down these three websites for fucking six hours. That was seven. Might have been seven. It's probably a nine-year-old who's afraid to, <laughs> to get grounded. Yeah. You know, exactly. I mean, that would be fantastic if it was. I just feel like it was done inside. I feel like uh, whether it was to, to no, do anything be. or not, but I think there's just so much shit going on right now with just the world and everything. I feel like there's so much that's psychological. Air, air conditioning, by the way, friends. Yes. There is air conditioning. I just feel like there's so much psychological bullshit that's happening and that people are just playing around with people's minds. And I think that was, mm-hmm. whether it was done intentionally or not, or to clean something up or not, I think it just, it happened to fucking make people go batshit crazy. And I didn't notice, and neither did she. So. I didn't. You didn't I notice didn't, it at all? No, I, no didn't. I didn't notice even remotely. No. Wow. Just because I had to look I'm, up the article and yeah. be like, wait, wait, what happened? I'm really busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm doing, like, <laughs> she's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, know. I only I have big deals on this show because I, I'm not, so I aspire to be one. Can so we have, I surround can we myself have your with autograph big deals. before I'm a I go huge home. deal. Yeah. yeah. But I, I have, great. like, I'll do 50 things at once. So, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll look at this. It, like, I have to kind of plan out my days in okay. a matter of minutes really like not even hours minutes right, 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 so if right. i have a second to look at to look at that i'll literally look at it in a second okay i schedule okay. i do most of my facebook posts or social media posts in the morning and schedule them for the rest of the day because i bounce around and i do my thing so they have to be you know to have them productive like i'm scheduled up for the weekend right now 
So I'm not on there. I mean, I have been. I've made a couple posts midday, but that actually was super random that I so, had time to do it. I'm not going to lie. I look at Facebook when I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> I think most of the population <laughs> does. What else is there to do? I mean, it's on like Twitter survives. I, I still read shampoo bottles. So. Totally. Cereal boxes. Yeah, while oh, eating yeah. cereal in the morning. That's where the. That's when life was innocent, exactly. right? Yeah. I mean, you're. I mean, I used to like. Oh my god, I would yearn for something to fucking read when I was on the toilet as a kid. Like. I'm grabbing like anything because yep. my mind is just like I can't sit here and be still and wait for nature to take its course. I can't yeah. do it. Do yep. you find that you sit in the bathroom a lot longer with your phone? Like girls don't hang out in the bathroom like men do. Men hang out in the bathroom you know, 10, 15, peace. 20 minutes. Girls go in, do your thing, get out. It's the only place you can find but peace. I don't hang out. Yeah. But like I'm I find that I'm I will sit in the bathroom on the toilet for like 20 minutes reading something for no reason. Now, my, just, my daughters do I that. I've done it. I don't I've have time it. for that. I've done it. I'm like, I can, I, I, that's I my only downtime. I can be productive no. there. Yeah, that's mine is no. so I'm into right now. I, I'm playing some words with friends. Ooh, I love oh. that. At least for an hour a night right now, which is bad. But uh, this is why I am up 15 games in a row. One. Top of the leaderboard, Patty. Nice. Wherever you are, whatever country you're in, <laughs> I beat you twice, twice, and I came back for one. So I've been off of social media a little bit more because I have been playing words with friends. But then I'm like, is that any better than being on social media? I mean, I guess I'm using my brain more, but you know, I should probably I try read not a book. To do it. When I'm when I'm in the bathroom, I'm in and out. I got other shit to do. I mean, I just can't. I just other shit to do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> say, yeah just great right. choice of words. That was great fantastic. choice of words. But like my daughters will no sit there on their iPads. They're for hiding twenty fucking minutes. No, the, my daughters will sit there with the door wide open on the iPad in the downstairs bathroom, like right by our door. Welcome to the McKenna residence. I'm just like, huh? Okay. Well, that's it cool. was Tetris back in the day. Tetris. Ooh. No, I've always been like, not the sound. I'm just, uh, I'm in and out. Words or friends well, is still a thing. Yeah, that yeah. was like 10 years ago, I, I feel would like. like to say that everybody should pick up a Reader's Digest. Keep those alive. They still make those? I, I am on a subscription. I'm probably the only person uh, my wait, age. Do you remember I the love... weekly reader in school? Oh, yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and yes. highlights? Remember highlights the magazine highlights? Yes. My mother was... That was great. My mother is a, a cartoonist for highlights doing their hidden pictures. So ah, I they, always they did had the highlights. greeting cards, too, didn't they? I don't know about... She was a greeting card. Yeah. Um, yeah, but she does highlights for kids. Nice. Or she was. Highlights. I mean, I used to get that delivered to the house. That's at the dental office. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I remember highlights. What about Reading Railroad? Rainbow? Do you remember that? Reading, Re reading Railroad. I don't remember Reading Railroad. I remember Reading Rainbow. So I'm not exact. I, I remember the name. My daughter does reading something with Railroad. Reading Railroad. She's like the treasurer of the club at school. What is that? I not know that. I think it's some... I guess it's like a reading... I lived in a repressed area. Reading group for kids. Some sort of... Interesting. I had Book It. Oh, Book It. You uh, got a pizza, man. Personal pan pizza. And your red yeah, totally, cup. Totally, yeah. You, don't, you didn't have Book It? Do you even know what Book It is? No. Book It was the best mm -hmm. incentive to read as a kid. Mm -hmm. It was a little fucking button that said Book It on it. And you had to read, I think it was five books. And you got little you got a, star. You had to write a report. You had to read the book and write a report. And you got a star. And when you filled up your star, you go to Pizza Hut. And you got, it was a personal pan pizza. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would read Delicious. like a motherfucker. You didn't have that. <laughs> like those did, were the yeah. best. Like, I yeah. did not have I've that. I've taken my kids yeah. to Pizza Hut countless times. Yeah. Did you have Book film it. strips in school? Am I dating uh -huh. myself so no, far back? No, we it had wasn't film like strips. we had film strips. Like we would go in there for, it, we, and I think it was our social studies class. We had like a weekly 
the week in review or yeah. the highlight, not highlights. It was something, and then current events. It's called current events. Yeah. And you go for this film strip, and then you talk about like we had projectors. And I remember like, and we're talking like the mid to late seventies. I remember like the Russian tanks were gathering, and oh, wow. you know, and it was it was pretty fucking horrifying. I mean, like. Yeah, yeah I, there was the Iran Iraq war, yeah. and there was all that crazy stuff, and just I have no idea what you're talking about, Mm-mm. and I'm near your age. Yeah, near we're your age. <laughs> well, well, I you must be forty-five-ish, right? I mean, not quite there, but near. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I have no idea what that the is. Current, you didn't have current events. Well, like probably, it was, and it was a I film strip. It got delivered. A film strip is like a. A film strip is, is like a projector, and that instead of like a running strip. film, like like a motion mm-hmm. picture, like you would just be a film strip, and they'd move it to, and there'd be a still picture projected on the yeah. screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're and you about. talk about the still yeah, picture, we had yeah, that. and you go to the next one, film yep. strip. Yeah, called. I remember. No. I don't know if that's what they called, it, but I remember that. I like, was so excited because it was you know we're sitting in the auditorium and it was like not a regular class and we could kind of you got sleep. out of your room. Dude, anytime you walked in a class you saw a projector or a VCR like this is fucking the sub sub it was it was sub. like sub or so I um, but this is fantastic torture them. Yes. it was senior senior year junior year senior year of high school sorry to this teacher totally was me. <laughs> And we had this, it was like before cell phones were how they were. So you got two of these like little pink computer things mm-hmm. and yours talked to the other person, right? So you could like, like text a walkie and talkie. Cl- it was like texting in class. Okay. Like they communicated with each other, but you had to have one. So it's probably what, how cell phones were completely created by these things. Well, the other part was you could control the TVs in the classroom. So I'd be sitting in class, like, underneath the desk, turning the TV on, and if it was, like, movie day, I'd turn it off in the middle of... I mean, we really... We got TVs, like, rolled out of the room, back in the room. <laughs> so you were that kid? I mean, just briefly. Yeah, it wasn't all the kid. time. But I did have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Because yeah. they couldn't figure out how it was happening. They're like, what? what is going on? And I'm like, I don't know. Do you remember the TV show Zoom? I <laughs> loved Zoom. No. Zoom and Zoom. No, I don't know this show. Did they wear like the striped shirts? Yeah. I love that show. Do you show. remember like the new zoo review? Love it. That... I remember the name. I can't picture it. There was it. a witch, Witchy Poo. Oh, was, was she in the witch... new zoo review? I think so. Keep talking and, about this and shit. The hippo, I thought right? the electric this company. Is... No, the hip... I remember, I remember, I remember electric the electric company. company. Yeah, Do you remember I the remember... hippo? Henrietta Hippo Henrietta on new hippo. zoo review? Yeah. Yeah. And that became a toy. That was the greatest show. So, funny story. Remember Sid and Marty Croft? Is that name? Mm-hmm. That was a production mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. that created a lot of bizarre '70s kids, teenagers. Sigmund the Sea Monster, okay, HR Puffin stuff. Oh, Richie Poo's on that show, right? I'm wrong. Fast forward 2010, doing my guitar thing, and I got a friend in California buying a guitar for me, and he's negotiating with me on mm-hmm. price, and I hear him at the gym. I can tell he's on a treadmill. We're, we're bullshitting and we're fighting on price and. My kids were at my office, and I had told them the night before, I used to watch this crazy show called H.R. Puffin Stuff, mm-hmm. and there was a little flute, the magic mm-hmm. flute, and all this nonsense. Okay. And, I could sing it if you'd like. Yeah. I'm sure you can. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We have guitars. And I them. had made a comment on social media the night before. I'm going, you know, I got H.R. Puffin Stuff on Netflix for my kids to show them what I watched, and I'm definitely convinced that... Sid and Marty Croft did some serious drugs in their day. <laughs> People were like, well, of course, came out of the early yeah. 70s. Like, they were like rationalizing mm-hmm. that it probably yeah. was true. Next day, I'm on the phone with this 
uh, last name is it was Danny Grant is his name I think it was Danny Grant no it wasn't Danny I don't remember the customer but we were on talking he's on the treadmill in a health club in Los Angeles and he said hey I saw your post on Facebook about about HR Puffin stuff man I remember that too I'm like that's crazy he goes well if I was to tell you that, that Marty Croft is on the treadmill next to me next to me and I'm like <laughs> Get the fuck <laughs> It was either Sid or Marty, whatever one it was. He's on the treadmill next to him. I'm like, you're full of shit. Hands the man the cell phone, and this guy gets on the phone and professes yeah. to be Sid and Marty Croft. I kind of believe it. There's no reason not to believe it. And I'm like, and he goes to me and goes, and so-and-so just showed me this post on social media. We did do a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to that? What are the odds of that, right? That's HR a, puffin stuff. Did they do Land that. of the Lost too? We talked about Land of the Lost. That was Hanna Barbera. I remember that. That was yeah. Hanna Barbera. Oh, yeah. That's a scary shit, man. Land of the Lost. Yeah. yeah, Land of the Lost would mess you up. The sleigh stack. Sleigh stack. They were so. And then, then Chaka. And then when you get a little Chaka, the hairy guys. Yeah. I you remember that? I, I remember the name. I can't I'll picture the it. Though. Stacks What's were funny? So scary. Right. The funny thing, the whole thing about them running through the caves and the mm-hmm. little, the little like pedestal full of like the crystals and yeah, all that right. stuff was horrifying as a kid. Yeah. You get into your teens and happen yeah. to glance and that's on. Th- you look at that. That's the stupidest shit you ever <laughs> seen in your life. Like, how was I possibly afraid of this stuff? Well, the best part now is like if you go back, like you know, what I'm 44. So if I go back and watch movies from like 20 years ago, okay. I'm like. This is the worst fucking acting, and Dude. like, like the fake fights, and just like how much better movies have gotten, and like the stunts were spoiled. Like when you go back and watch like the old shit, I'm like, how did I think this? Oh, was I mean, good? I watched the kids' programs it's now; ridiculous. they're amazing. Yeah, I mean, they're like, amazing. It's crazy. And- we had like we had Captain Kangaroo terrible show. <laughs> Saturday, I remember like kids will never understand Saturday morning cartoons. Like you no. look forward to that oh, every yeah. week. Bullwinkle. Like, Garfield. Now kids have them at their fingertips at all times. Yeah. Okay, let's go there. Yeah, let's do it. So, we don't want to sound like the old folks, you know. You lost me 20 minutes ago. I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> You've known every single <laughs> I mean, thing. You've just chosen not to participate. There's a decade between this side of the table. Yeah, but a decade. A decade. A decade. No, I really, I, I have never heard of A decade. It's 25% of my life. Just saying. Uh, okay. It's okay. Go on, go on. Okay. I'll be there too. So, things don't always age well. Mm-hmm. So, Except I, me. Uh, ooh. I agree. There you go. Boom. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, the point being in terms of media, music seems to be trans. It transcends time. Okay. Some generally. Generally. Sure. Okay. But visually, styles, mm-hmm. theater, you know, anything to do with a replication of the modern time, which is what sitcoms do. Yeah. It doesn't always age well. I go back and watch Seinfeld now. Probably my favorite yeah. show. Really. Not quite as funny as I agree. it was. Completely. Completely. I mean, it was great when it was happening yeah. in the period that it was in. Mm-hmm. Not always funny. Okay. I go back and watch shows that I loved as a kid. I used to watch the reruns of Hogan's Heroes. And okay. As a kid, understanding, finally getting, the, oh, that was World War II, and understanding all mm-hmm. that, laughing my ass off. Mm-hmm. Watching it now, like, how did this hold my interest? I think because yeah. you're more John cynical Candy now. John Candy movies. Mm-hmm. Like, love John Candy growing up. Funniest great. Yes. guy. 
See, I saw planes, trains, and automobiles with my kids. I thought they'd get a laugh out of it. They're all sitting there stone-faced, not really digging it. And I have to say, it's if I saw that, that for the first time today, not that yeah. funny. I made Lily watch Stripes recently, and she thought it was the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, And I, I just thought, mm-hmm. I mean, Stripes was the best when it came out. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. Caddyshack, Caddyshack. was, too. I just watched Caddyshack. that, too. Yeah, I think, yeah, the baby so, Ruth is like, yeah. is the, I mean, that, that will live on forever. <laughs> I watched Caddyshack for the First time. <laughs> I watched Caddyshack for the first time this year ever. And? I did not think it was that funny. Oh my God, I love oh, it. And, but I'm funny. sure if I was in the 80s, yeah. I would think it's hysterical. I watched Porky's was a funny. I went to oh, the theater and watched Porky's, Porky's yeah. in 82 or 83 when yeah. it came out. I laughed my ass off. I saw that about a couple years ago on a Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon. It was on. I'm like, this is not funny. Like, so yeah. have I become real cynical? Has life hit me so? I've got taken so many body blows over my life. It just I can't get, I can't get a rise out mm-hmm. of a laugh anymore. What is what is it? Or does humor change over time? Because if you think about it, with Charlie Chaplin mm-hmm. in the 1920s, sure. Uh, his, I don't remember that. By the so way, so Charlie Chaplin, <laughs> you were only a kid. Way back when, <laughs> way back, you were like 19. When dinosaurs <laughs> so, were on the earth. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but his stuff, and because of the way film production was, was a lot of slapstick, and everything was slapstick. So it was him falling down, him stepping mm-hmm. on rakes, him getting somebody taken, and it was very different. Okay. So has comedy evolved that we don't find it funny because it's not the way humor is conveyed today to be funny? And is there culture around what's funny and what's not? So I, Just, Great questions. I, I, I tend to think, and I, and I agree with that, I think the way humor has shifted now is one, it has to be quicker, it has to be quick-witted, and it has to be more pensive because we're more dim-witted. Well, that, well, that, well, it's true. Like we, we want something. We want to get to the joke right away. Like you can't have a long setup anymore because we're so used to getting things right now. Immediacy. So it's got to be. It's got to be quick wit, and it has to make. It has to be thoughtful. Make you think. Like I still love The Office. To me, The Office is the funniest TV show it of is. all time. Absolutely, I can watch it over. There are some people that think it's not funny. It would also get canceled if it was today right. because it's so inappropriate. We're but get there. It's. To me, like that's that's a humor in my mind that will transcend time. Because I that's said just, that about it, Seinfeld, though, pal. I'm, yeah, I but, don't here, think but it does. But, but, here, but here's the difference: Seinfeld is like people living in New York. The Office is people hilarious. working in an office. Okay. So if you've ever mm-hmm. worked in any type of office, if you didn't work in an office, you won't get it. I get yeah. that. Seinfeld, like I thought it was funny. I was never a huge fan. I didn't relate to the people. The Office. I think there's a character in that show. No matter what type of human being you are you can find you know someone you relate to or mm-hmm. you know someone that's just like that person i have to that's be in the funny. mood to watch the office like i, I have to be in that dry hu- it's a dry humor though you know what i've been watching recently mama's family oh my god i such an old show humor it's awesome i love there's nostalgia with it i mean and golden girls i love the golden girls married with children golden golden oh Al Bundy. I'm going to be Peg for Halloween, just saying. That's fantastic. That's a good costume. I mm-hmm. like, I love Lucy. I'll watch that. So you watch the and... classics then. Do you find the Three Stooges funny? No. I'm asking a guy. Do you find no. the Three Stooges funny? No, I never did. Even as a kid, I didn't. Abbott and Costello. No. Didn't. It's a different Laurel kind of humor. Laurel and Hardy. No. Mm. I don't think any women do. 
I, for sure. Because here's the thing: like I, I grew up, and they, they weren't a big thing when I grew up. Right? I was born. When was I born? Seventy seven. So I grew up in the eighties. Well, right? It wasn't a big thing when I grew up either. No, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying it is. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying oh, you're gosh, like reruns the kid. Listen, I'm not saying you rode horseback, but all, all I'm when saying dinosaurs roamed right, the earth. <laughs> it just it wasn't my type of humor. Like I, I've always liked quick witted humor, mm-hmm. like like funny shit and. I'm a th- I like to think. Like I like okay. comedy that makes me think. Okay. And I'm like, ah, oh, like that's okay. There's a setup to it. So like, you like George Carlin? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My my new favorite comedian is Nate Borgazzi. Mm-hmm. Literally one of the funniest comedians I've ever seen. Okay. You ha- watch he has like three specials on Netflix. And I'm very picky when it comes to comedians. This guy's by far one of the funniest comedians I've ever watched. I have tickets this year to see Sebastian Maniscalco, and I am so excited. This guy's, I liked him. Yeah, this guy's funnier. Funny. This guy's 100% funnier than him. Really? 100%. And I, and I loved him. I love him. He's like great I can humor. watch his thing a million times, because no. I find it, I mean, just the expressions, and well, I'm Italian, and you're Italian. Yes. So I relate to a lot of it with, with my With Nate, though, Nate is like, he's just a guy from Tennessee. He's like... It's just a normal dude that's just funny. Like he he's just like a chubby, frumpy guy, and he just talks about like just basic normal shit, but makes it funny. Like mm-hmm. he talks about Slice like of life. going to Starbucks, and he has this one joke. He talks about how <laughs> he ordered iced coffee with milk, and they just gave him ice with milk. And he's like, he was like, he talked about how he thought he said it wrong. Like he went in the mirror and was like, am I saying this wrong? Like why am I, why is this happening twice? And he just like, he goes into these stories and his, his setup is good. It makes you think, where's he going with this? And it's just, that's the type of comedy I like. And I, and I do think humor changes over time, but I think there is kind of like music. Does stuff. it? I do. I do. To, to Mandy's point, like in the twenties, it was slapstick. Like you don't think slapstick would work today if no. it was in more it of a modern does, time? It does, smaller... Like where Kramer like Sebastian, Seinfeld did the slapstick. Sebastian right? Maniscalco think... does some slapstick, but he has well thought out, developed stories from his youth. Right. But then he'll throw his body into it. It's not as much a body humor today as it's mental. You know what I mean? Like they're not using their bodies into every. Mm-hmm. Like Jim Gaffigan literally stands there with sarcasm. And he's yes. like, anyway, you know, it's just the presentation. Slapstick is used to punctuate the joke today. It's not the joke. Like that's, that's like yeah. slapstick back in the day was the joke. Mm-hmm. Now it's used to punctuate the Yeah, joke. before it was, the story was, oh, this woman meets a man, right. the man's going over to her, and then he steps on a rake and it bounces off his face. Like that, it's never it's, happened to me. that's a good way to look at it. <laughs> I did get hit by a rake one time. I did too. I'm so worse. sorry. I always I wonder how people so do that. I'm so when you sorry. Do it. I was hit by a shovel. <laughs> A shovel. Wait, you walked that takes on a special no skill shit. for a shovel. No, though, it, it was so funny. So I was prying up. Uh, I think my mom. We we were trying to pry up some like concrete pieces in the yard, and somehow my mom was prying up this this concrete, and the shovel let go, and it was like through the air and like hit me in right in the head motion. like hit me right in the face I'm down my mom's standing over me dying laughing it was always oh, hilarious that always happens it's always in slow motion I got one word for you when it comes to comedy Jezelnik what the hell is that Jezelnik he's he, cro- he crosses every line possible every line possible that's funny to me yeah I, I get think it. Tosh Tosh crosses too many lines. Just like so, listen. I think Jesmick's on another planet. He's from Upper St. Clair. He's on another planet. Really? He's from Upper St. Clair. I gotta get him on this show. He's gotta be in his thirties, I would think. Yeah, late thirties, I think. 
I mean, so my son-in-law is from Upper St. Clair. I'm in, in his thirties. I'm going to have to ask him. if he knows Anthony Jeselnik. Okay. Like he, Anthony Jeselnik is a, an acquired taste. Yes. Like he says, like very, like if you have a position, they try on to cancel something, him every day. There are yes. people in this country that wake up every day, and their sole mission in life is to get him canceled. Is he whatever well that, known? Whatever like, that means. Oh yeah. Oh, nationally yeah, known okay oh, yeah he's oh, well known yeah. well known you're yeah. gonna make me listen to comedy shows everywhere i drive i'm telling you now. but this guy like he he is if you if he's not you, right no like he says some things you're like so oh good. that's just it makes you cringe when he says it but it's also funny so I, i'm like i don't know if i should feel good or bad about myself because i'm laughing because but he he goes right up to the line tom, tom mcgallis right was in here and i think tom is is definitely you can't pigeonhole him as a conservative mm-hmm. band liberal band if anything maybe slightly liberal band but just a really great pragmatic guy mm-hmm. he's a great artist painter honored to have a painting by him he's just a great guy very accomplished but he's also a comedian he's got that bent he's done claymation yeah. for vh1 and mtv and okay he's a very accomplished guy and I had this conversation with him a year ago, like, hey, what are the laws in comedy? How do you mm-hmm. feel about people being quote unquote canceled or people being attacked for their comedy? And I expected him to be, well, you know, we don't, I expected him to say, you know, comedy probably shouldn't have any rules, but you don't want to see people intentionally hurt for heart's sake. And if, you know, he looked at me and goes, well, if something's funny, yeah, <laughs> isn't I mean, that the whole point? purpose right. of the comedy event was to laugh yes. well, so if you're going to determine what's appropriate you probably shouldn't have came to the venue exactly right it's Look, exactly right i mean the, there's 100%. like a there's also yeah. the perspective that okay it's a joke and it's funny and you know let's say i'm just gonna pick one like a dumb blonde okay now that the, the audience takes it out and some of these comedians are really big and very influential so they're hearing these jokes, and then they take these jokes out and repeat the jokes or repeat the topics, or mm-hmm. it becomes part of their mindset that they are, and then the more people hear it, the more that culture becomes true. So how do you feel? I feel like myself, I think comedy is comedy to Buyer a point, beware. but I do think there's exactly. just there's some that definitely just is way too much, and they're trying and to who, be too who much. who decides that that's too much, and who makes the determination that right. they can't say that? No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying well, personally saying? that there's some things that cross my oh, line, and that's why you shouldn't you shouldn't put yourself in a position to ingest that stuff. Absolutely, but yeah. I don't think they should because they have the balls to say so, what they right. want so in their that, mind. They should be allowed question. to do it. So, so you're saying? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, maybe, I'm just asking you guys your opinion on. Do you think it's, anything goes? Uh, I've hundred. If, if mm-hmm. you're offended, but do you it's think it's problem. affecting? Society, what's put out there? Like, I don't say know. they're making uh, fun of I, I, I minorities. Two or... Live Crew sang about the most in 1989. Two Live Crew was a rap group that sang about the most rude things up to that point, most rude sexual. Yes. And then you know Snoop Dogg Snoop and Ice T oh, and all yeah. them in yeah. the early 90s were talking about oh Ice T, who's now be, now become a very popular actor mm-hmm. and activist and spokesperson, and I mean that you know. But he had a song called Cop Killer right in yep. the middle of a very mm-hmm. turbulent time in this country. And mm-hmm. nobody canceled him. I mean, and we all seem to be okay. I guess my point is I don't like some things that I I, I hear or I kind of casually ingest. But mm-hmm. I don't migrate and pay money for things that, that, that grate against my sensibilities. I won't say offend me. I'm unoffendable. But when they grate my sensibilities, I choose not to buy them. Right. Well, I, don't, exactly. I wouldn't buy yes. rap. 
albums because it doesn't right. do anything for me. I wouldn't buy country music albums. It doesn't do anything for me. I wouldn't go to a comedian that I thought was right. kind of like stupid. I'm not going to pay money to do that. So did, I think the buyer beware. Yes. Did you feel personally attacked by Carol Baskin? I think my intelligence was attacked by the whole premise that that was actually a successful show. <laughs> but but to, to your to your point, I don't though, know. Maybe I, 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 I think... attacked my <laughs> it affected my sensibilities. <laughs> I just I, I tend to think like to your point, you're saying it creates this thing in culture. People start believing that like people are just looking oh, for well. a fucking excuse for their own inadequacies to be stupid. like that's it exactly. like that, that's what they are they're, they're looking exactly. for an excuse for their own inadequacies so i'm offended because you called me dumb blonde or a dumb this or a mm -hmm. dumb that and it's like you have your own inadequacies to deal with now you're just looking to put blame on someone else oh, it's like projection. how about deal with your own shit exactly like yeah. that's but it it is known that brunettes are taken more seriously than blondes Absolutely. and is it part of that culture that was I mean, it's, Do you, it's 50 but, but years you, ago okay, that that was... Okay, you're two blondes. You're two mm -hmm. blondes. Do you believe that you're dumb blondes? No. Okay. No, mm -hmm. but do I think that people perceive blondes as being dumber than brunettes? Absolutely. Sure. Do you perceive you're dumber than brunettes? I'm not. I'm extremely so why it, why intelligent. Why does it matter then? If you, if you don't it think it perceives... I'm trying to understand. You do get judged a lot. So I'm in the financial okay. industry. So okay. I get judged... A lot. So we, I walk in maybe okay. with, with a man in a suit, and I'm in a suit. Okay. You know, and someone's looking at my blonde hair. First of all, I'm a woman. Okay. Second of all, I, I have blonde hair. They're not okay. giving me... So if, if they're going to pick between the two of us, Okay. you know, XYZ Bank, ABC Bank. Okay. Especially in finance. And, and especially if it's, a, if it's a man, if I'm talking to a man, he's mm -hmm. absolutely going to gravitate toward the man. That's, That's interesting. It happens. I, it happens all I, the time. I, I, I mean, I, I talked to you about this. You yeah. get called, get called princess, or you know, dumb. Well, that's or, well, that, you know, well yeah. It, uh, hopefully, that kind of shit's going away. In general, and I understand. And I mean, you have the experience of it. I would. That just never crossed my mind. Like it's just, I don't. I, mm -hmm. I think that's a generalization. And well, I, and, and I, I'm not saying that the that when blondes don't have a lot of power, sure. being a blonde, oh, they have more fun, don't they? Uh, Absolutely. I, see, that's what we're saying. You've heard that for how long, that we're the fun ones and we're the bubbly ones and we're the blonde, you know. I think blondes like that. Uh, the blondes I've been around, they never looked at that as a smear. I, I think never... in business, I try really hard not to be that person. To Just... be, the, be fun? To be a fun, bubbly person in business? You try not to do that? Not to be it too depends. girly. Okay. It depends, right. It depends like, well, who I'm, who I'm with. Sure. Yeah, I think if they know me. Aware of your environment. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Like, they, you want to be taken more like the blonde on Shark Tank, who's like, look here, like we're going right, to do this right. deal. We don't want to be taken as like, hi, oh my gosh, well, thanks yeah, for don't coming. You think, so, let me ask, what, what, hold on, I'll play devil's hey. Don't you think presence and presentation and the way someone carries themselves... Absolutely. I would never, I would never, now again, that Cochran woman, Barbara Cochran, is extremely accomplished. I don't find mm -hmm. her, for me, very attractive. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, she isn't like, she's a, 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 a vulvacious woman, is the right word? Voluptuous. Voluptuous, there you go. Thank you. Old brain. And she's not trying to sell that. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying she's, she's attractive, and she's certain, but she has an assertiveness to her and a professionalism and mm -hmm. a demeanor that it's all fucking business. And excuse my French, but the bottom line is she gets taken. I think she's taken, um, I would assume in most instances, taken as someone who's all business, can take care of her business, and someone not to be messed with. That's what I right. think of Barbara Cochran. But she's blonde. I agree. Well, you know, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I've worked with people before who, you know, I've worked with other women that I partnered with in the past, and they've 
use their body or their sexuality or being flirtatious oh, or giggling and of course. it just it's hideous it is you know it's embarrassing to me you know it's been going on forever but, i mean but then you've got the clients who who love that yeah. mm-hmm. you know i do it all the time and then you've got the clients who <laughs> especially the older, don't want you older to come gentlemen they, they don't want you to bring that person back but so. you know what that's but yeah those ones that love it just aren't your people right right i mean it, my, my belief in all this is it's if, if you you can have all these stigmas, but it starts with your self-belief. If you believe that you're the right person for it and you believe you deserve what you deserve, then you're going to do it. Whether Absolutely. you're blonde, brunette, whatever. I think I think that's, again, that comes back to my whole point on inadequacy. But it's going People against... People are always cult, looking... It's going against even what the media is putting out there as a perception of blondes. I mean, Shark Tank woman, she's awesome. I don't, she's very business-minded. But a lot of the blondes are like, you know, they're put out there as it's always well, been that way. It it's not right, long. I don't think. It goes no, but the little girls way. grow up with that, and then you almost have to be anti that mindset, like go away from modern culture to get yourself into not being that well, stereotype. It goes, it goes back to Marilyn Monroe, right? Yeah. I okay. mean. I will say this. It's a good point. I don't, you know, it isn't. Men are doing the gawking inappropriate. Men are objectifying inappropriate. All yeah. of that. But it does originate with basic sexuality. Yep, I agree with it, that. You know, Marilyn Monroe is, was flaunting herself in the most sexual way possible to get ahead, whatever that meant in her life, financially, mm-hmm. fame, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not and I'm not making a judgment call. I'm not saying right or wrong. People do what they do. They do what they want. That's fine. I'm just saying it isn't a one-size-fits-all, I don't think. And I just think that like one of the, one of the most like, things that bother my sensibilities and it, I guess mm-hmm. I can use the word offends but I don't have a iron in the fire but when I saw as a young person in the early 80s being downtown Pittsburgh one afternoon mm-hmm. uh, I was walking to go meet my father I got off the bus and I walked and I saw men building the subway system uh, at at um, the USX tower integrating all that I saw men gawking at women mm-hmm and I it was the first time I ever experienced that and watched that. And from there, that moment, I've always had like a real problem. It bothered me bad when I was, I didn't want to sure. be around it. I felt so bad for those women mm-hmm. that it bothered me. See, yeah. and I got, I actually got honked at twice today. So you feel good about that? I just don't care anymore. It's been, it's happened me. to me I since I was like hi. a young, <laughs> no, I mean, I really do. I'm like parking my car and I get honked at and I'm like, all right. Yeah. Hey. No, but, but, I'm, but I'm saying that's, <laughs> like, but see, it's but I'm only, used, like you get so used well, to it. You're just like, whatever. I don't care. It doesn't anymore. make it right or wrong. And it's still inappropriate. And it's still mm-hmm. nasty and ugly, but you know what? This is not a great, perfect world we maneuver in. And I think at times, <laughs> I think at times we have to, and it's not that's not fair. I don't like the word fair. I know it's not quote unquote fair, but you can't wish your world to be fair. You can't wish your life meant to, be to be fair. fair. You need to maneuver through it right. and get to your goals as a human yes. and be better than the people that are trying to attack you. I yes. think in the end, if you can do that, I, I think... I think that's the victory. Well, you right? have to be indifferent to it and ignore it. I Absolutely. really don't give a yes. shit what anybody thinks about me. That's I mean, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. You, you really humans do have, have to just humans has a real hard time with that. Care. Well, because I look at this. Let, let me ask you a question. I think I think judging people based upon appearance is an automatic human reaction, right? Yes. I think the moment you see a person, you have like like the first time mm-hmm. you you and I met was tonight. You probably 
saw me and had a certain judgment immediately and mm -hmm. I did the same, right? Mm -hmm. That's just the natural reaction of humans. It's my job that if you judge me in a way that I don't perceive myself to be, it's my job to prove you wrong. That's mm -hmm. how I look at it. And mm -hmm. I, th I think people tend to get into this. That's pretty of, good. It, it, it's true. I think people get into the stage where like they feel judged and they feel like they're constantly fighting an uphill battle instead of just looking at it from a different perspective. It's like, who gives a shit what people think of you? No one, no one's, no, you know, no one's going to judge you the way you want to be judged. It's just not how the world works. Mm -hmm. Like no one's going to look at me the exact way I want them to look at me. It's never going to fucking happen. It's my job to make them look at me that way. Right. That's just nature. But we're always putting these stigmas and trying to pass blame and push it outside it's an external reason why i'm judged this way and i and i get the whole you know the the blonde and, and the, this but again i, th I think we there's have a lot to of bad stereotypes there's a million a i mean i'm italian like i remember my friends used to call me every derogatory name <laughs> growing up and it's just like you just it, it, I, you don't care and it's you have to get past that and i think that's where we've went sideways as society because i think we've started to look at who can we blame for our problems who can we blame for the inadequacy we feel individually? And that's what mm -hmm. we have to get past. Well, the power people. is just not caring. Yeah. That's yeah. where that zero fucks. Right. is the you most powerful to. thing. Especially, yes. you know. Yeah, absolutely. You have to. Now, whenever I walked into because of law group, weren't you like, oh, this, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but she does good marketing, so we're good. <laughs> no, it's no. No, but, and then no. you said today, you're like, you're one of the bossiest people in there. I'm like, hey. I mean, I, I just I, I do what I'm, I'm there for business, and yes. I come and I do it. And, that, and that wasn't meant in a mean way. That was I didn't meant, take it offensively right, exactly. at all. Like that was like, a, that was a compliment. I was like, oh, good. That so I had someone tell me one time that um, if everything is a choice, how you mm -hmm. feel, how you feel is a choice. So yes. someone can't make you feel a certain way. Absolutely. Oh, you hurt my feelings. You, you, you. Yes. You, you I mean, it's it's your choice to feel 100%. that way. To, well, okay. you validate there. You've if someone calls you a name, it's just words. And yep. I'm not saying you don't have heavy right. and words matter, but in reality, mm -hmm. it's just words. You give them validation right. by internalizing. So it's your choice to let it hurt you, yes. yeah. and so, or yes. to or to be indifferent toward it, and or so, to yep. ignore it. Right. And sometimes the or best way. The, and I'm mm -hmm. not saying that you should stay in an environment that is is giving you that kind of. Um, it's distasteful. I'm not saying you stay in that environment, but if you have to for a period of time or it's a circumstance, the more you owner, the, the more validation you give to those words, the more you internalize it, the worse you're going to be. Mm -hmm. but you can't, but it's hard to teach indifference or help a younger person. So especially don't, now, it, it learn indifference. Don't you think it comes with maturity? Like me yes. being, you know, turning 53 Maybe, a couple days ago. So like, if I knew what I do now back then, you know, mm -hmm. I can't even imagine what my life would be like. Yeah, because I agree. the maturity level that I have in my fifties yes. is so different. What about I am so well, I am so, in, less so indifferent. Yeah. Like yeah. other people think, give, you know, I do not give a shit. Consequences for people's words, you know, or people's opinions of you uh, when you get older, you realize they're really often aren't any consequences mm -hmm. but when you're younger you think the whole world's staring at you it's like like you know your kid no gets embarrassed by yes. something yeah. and you can't convince them that nobody cares even though they're living in a world that's instantaneous and they yeah. move on people move on constantly no mm -hmm. one's around to sit and make fun of you no when you got made fun of in the playground decades prior yeah 
I mean, that was a scarring event. You know, if you were the last mm-hmm. kid picked in mm-hmm. a, uh, for a mm-hmm. game, or you make the big error in the in the baseball game or football game or something, or the, kids kids are, can be cruel. Mm-hmm. You know, I was one of those kids getting picked on, and I was one of those kids who also picked on. Mm-hmm. So, I remember. But how you instruct that child to deal with that really matters. And I'm telling you, I didn't get good instruction. Love my parents to death, but I didn't get good instruction yeah. on how to deal with that. And I carried baggage into my well, teens and in my twenties. And it, it wasn't until life experience just taught me all of a sudden, you know what? I don't really care. These people aren't paying my bills. Yeah, and I, I just don't give a shit. And I think once you realize that your happiness is a choice. Mm-hmm. It really exactly. changed. Like, like, I, like, oh I say God. that every day. Like I wake up every day. I said I can choose to have a good day or a bad day, but it's fucking my decision. Mm-hmm. And if I want to have a bad day, that's okay. Like I can yeah. have. There's not every day where I'm perfect. There are days where I'm stressed and just pissed off. But that's a choice I made to feel that emotion that day. Yeah. Ninety percent of the time, I wake up. I'm like, I fucking love what I do. I work with cool people. I have mm-hmm. fun. I have. I'm healthy. I have a great life. I'm happy. Like it's. And and I look at like you know growing up, like our parents were different. They were a different generation. Mm-hmm. Like they were just focused on raising us, mm-hmm. not necessarily teaching us these personal development things. So what I try and do with my kids, like we, I work on affirmations with them. Right. Like every night before they go to bed and every day before they leave for school, I say, what are you? And they say, smart, confident, amazing, beautiful, kind, and strong. Mm-hmm. Like every single morning and every single night. Because I want to put that in their head. Mm-hmm. That's who you choose to be. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and I think people need to understand what you be and how you operate in the world and how you feel is completely within your control. No doubt. The book by um, Jack Campbell, The, the Success mm-hmm. Principles, the biggest, the, the, and we've talked about on this show yep. many times, but that <clears throat> one formula changed my life. E plus R equals O. Mm-hmm. An event plus a reaction equals an outcome, and you yep. always control one of the mm-hmm. variables, either the event or how you react to it. Exactly. So you always control the outcome. So you yep. can always control your happiness. I think one of the greatest things I've done with both of my girls is teach them confidence. Yes, And resiliency. Absolutely. Like, that is so important. Yes. My kids, like, you know, I have a an older daughter who's married and I have a 16-year-old. I mean, they can walk into a room. Yep. And, and own the room, right? You know, look you in the That's eye, huge. you know, and and they That's they can do right. they can do anything they want to That's do. It. They they have that confidence, yeah. that air about them, in that in that self respect, in that in that Absolutely. just self belief. Like my son's twenty, like he's confident and he's a kind kid, and my you know my daughters are twelve and eight, and they're they're the same way. Like I'm, my goal as a parent is to teach them to be good kind human beings exactly like that's what i want them to be in com- mm-hmm. I, I think if you're a good kind human being confidence is a byproduct yeah because it's just like i don't like i never had to tell gabe my son like be confident be a man it's just be a good human being you know treat people with kindness mm-hmm. whoever they are wherever they are no matter what station in life they're no in no matter what they're doing exactly and work harder than everybody else like work ethic yeah. and that just by doing those things he just became the confident kid yeah. he is and my daughter's the same mm-hmm. way and i think that's what society needs more of i think people need to start understanding that your emotion your happiness is completely within your control stop looking mm-hmm. for reasons why you're not happy exactly everybody's oh, looking they're for so just kids, kids and i say kids i don't know i'll take it all the way up to 30 years old we'll say 30 and under there's so many distractions oh, now yes. i don't i couldn't handle it i mean i don't know how i would be as a 25 year old person in, in this but I'm saying they're being pulled and tugged and so many um, people slash organizations are vying for their attention mm-hmm. now they go to a willingly we give them the devices to do it you know we I put them in circumstances it's been four months since my kid has had a tablet or screen or video it's game impressive 
It's impressive. They still watch some cartoons. Usually I try to put on you know, How the better stuff. Five and two. Okay. But they have not touched a video game or a tablet. I keep saying when it's mm-hmm. really, really cold out, we're going to do limited screen time. But I, it wasn't going well for them. Mm. I thought it made them angrier. And so... Yeah. You I know, think it would be one. really hard having little kids now in the screen time because my, you know, my mm-hmm. youngest is 16. Right. You know, my older daughter, we didn't, you know, we didn't have that. We've been doing Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. Like, we do a lot of mm-hmm. Play-Doh. Like it's it was, definitely It tough. was in my carpet yesterday. Tough. I wasn't happy. <laughs> we have we have the we try and find the balance because like our, our kids are you know they're in activities they dance they play softball they get good grades so it's like and they like their iPads you don't want to punish them but you don't you, no. so we we try and find the balance of and they're letting older. them I mean mine's five yeah, and two yeah right true absolutely I mean they're eight and twelve but even when they were younger we still it was it was always because there would be times where like Laura and I would lose her shit like if they weren't listening we're, we're like no no iPads all week and then they would lose their shit and then it'd mm-hmm. be like a battle for four days then the ship writes itself and it's so it's a constant you know ebb and flow but I think you know to your point like there are so many distractions now so I don't know how like but again I, I think. <laughs> I think where the education system has gone wrong, right? We're not teaching kids about self-development mm-hmm. and self-awareness and, and those soft skills that you need to navigate adulthood. And I think yeah. they're they're coming out, you know, you leave college and you're thrown out in the world, like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Like, how do I, like, when I graduated college and then went into law school, like, I had no, thank God I picked up that that book, The Success, that's the first book I read, like, Personal yeah. Development. Right. If right. I didn't pick right. that right. book right. up, I would've been a fucking train wreck. Right. But it's like, I had to learn about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, everything's instant gratification. That's the problem that's a too. Huge yeah. Problem. For Absolutely. everyone and, and Every for adults age. and for adults. Absolutely. Yeah, I, oh. I know. Yeah. The, the back to the children for a second. Like it's so uh, unfair for us, you know, uh, for our our age groups to compare what they're going through compared to what we went through because that technology spark in 96 with their 95 with this beginning of the mainstream of the internet and then right around 07, 08 with the real the real proliferation of Facebook and the, the ones around it the development of social media those are at, those are obstacles uh, within the framework of modern society that we did not have it's unfair for us to expect them to have a more focused brain. With you know, it, yeah, it right. permeates in so many different ways. Like we're, you know, I think there's, I think everybody here is a capitalist. We agree with capitalism, mm-hmm. but I want to tell you something. I didn't go to the grocery store with my mother and see you know 120 different kinds of cereal when I was a kid. There's just more mm-hmm. and more and more and diversion tactics and look at this bright light, look at this glittery yeah. gold thing, look at this, look at that, look at this. And you get Instagram now, it's a swipe culture, right? There's mm-hmm. things rolling, it's a film strip in front of their eyes and they're, and I'm just not convinced that, that we even understand people in our 40s and 50s even can even begin to understand what the, the teenage brain and maybe the the preteen brain and kids well, in their 20s what they deal with i would hate to be a teacher right now so i i'll occasionally i'll do like teacher for a day so i'll go teach economics or personal finance or something um at a school like maybe one of my friends is teaching that class and they'll ask me to come in as the banker mm-hmm. so i've done that a bunch of times so and, and i won't do it anymore um because mm. the kids are on their phone yeah. i'm standing up in the front they're on their phone. They're not mm-hmm. looking at me. No one's listening to me. 
You know, like Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. <laughs> Nobody. They, no, no, they no, have no idea what that even means. Yeah, no, 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 Best movie ever. But no one is. No it did one, age well. Yeah, it did. So finally, I, I got this idea that I was going to do like a play. We did skits, you know. So I didn't. Okay. I didn't ask. Okay, you. You're gonna be Joe, and you, you're gonna be okay. Sally. So, and then everyone's like, "What? Huh? Go shit!" And it got to be funny. Then you know, we the did these like different skits about yeah. saving money, you know, for rent or credit. You know, I'm trying to teach them credit, and you know, trying to re- trying to relate to them somehow. You know, but we can't. Instead That's of standing the up there lecturing, hey, this yeah. is gonna be important one day. Yeah. You know, but trying to do it in a funny way, you know, and capture their attention because literally they're on their phone. Mm-hmm. Kids are allowed to be on their phone in high school. That's crazy. In class. That's crazy. That that to me blows my mind. I would lose my it. shit on Lily yeah. if she was on her phone in class, not oh, paying attention. Another loud yeah, dude. I didn't I, know. My kids weren't allowed to. That I, I think I don't think so. You know, my daughter will call me. She will Facetime me in middle class five, ten times a day. That's nuts. Wow. In school. You couldn't even have a pager back so in, she my, was in my day. She was in outdoor pursuits <laughs> trying to... She, she's in a class where they're teaching you how to like tie knots and okay. like make a tent in case you're stuck in the woods or something. And, you know, FaceTiming me and her teacher's like standing nearby telling her something and, you know, it's it, shocking. Well, and the, th- and the thing with FaceTime, too, like I noticed it, not that my daughter does it a lot, but they'll, they'll talk to their friends on FaceTime, but they won't talk. They'll just be on FaceTime and just doing their own shit in their rooms, but they just happen to be watching each other. It's like they're reality not having TV. That's that it really YouTube is. Yeah. thing where kids watch each other play, which is the weirdest thing I've yeah. ever seen. Oh my well, gosh, Ryan! And those fucking kids uh, make a lot of money. Hurts my I life. heard that. I, heard I mean, that. ridiculous amounts of money. Like I remember my daughters watching kids unbox toys. I'm like, what are you yeah. watching? Unboxing. And then I started looking at these people. I'm like, how much do these people make? Well, no, that's like Millions that. of dollars making videos. I'm like, I'm going to start buying these motherfuckers toys. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to take some videos and we're going to see what we can oh, do with this. It's consistency, it's though, like, with no, that. That's the problem because they, they wanted to start a YouTube channel and years ago. And then they ago. did it two weeks. And we, then made, we made three videos and then I realized yeah. that I'm the one that has to edit them. I'm like, mm, your YouTube channel already <laughs> off the ground. No, Sorry, girls. it's true. These are like, cute videos. We're going to keep them, but oh they're my not going to be on YouTube. Like, I was at home with my son and I was making like how to make uh, pureed peas and like all these ridiculous <laughs> well, that's mom videos. That's just, that's not a but good I video. went back and like I I had like a baby. Pureed peas? Oh my God, I pureed all the food. I was ridiculous. Kids so don't want to watch that. So they I, don't even want to eat peas. Let no, them watch you like pureed, pureed bananas. So like hummus? Like, Here's how you do this. And then I started to, I was like, well, I'm going to just, I didn't have a job, okay, guys? I was really uh, bored. Okay. <laughs> We're sorry. And I, um... <laughs> All you gotta do is open toys. But on I video, did a baby bouncer, it. right? Okay. A baby bouncer, and I love it. There's one. It's from Target. It has little koalas now. I think it's switched. But oh my gosh, it's totally the best. <laughs> okay. I went back. Twenty thousand people have watched that video of <laughs> oh that bouncer. I go, why didn't I do every single? Like, here is this thermometer. Oh, I'm like, convinced. Just yeah. all the time. Like, <laughs> just do niche. something. It's well, amazing. Yeah, I, I do. Like, I do believe you can put really amazing. amazing content out there. So my daughter now. No one to watch it. My sixteen-year-old, yeah. she gets her phone on record ahead of time, okay, and then does something super rude to me. So I swear, or I say something stupid, or what oh, the she, f? You got bait. Or, you know, she you baits me That's totally. Crazy. What's that, that show with Pam? Totally. I feel like I need to do that. If she could like do a compilation of these and put That's that on hilarious. YouTube, it is. She got a carnival goldfish. I told her you cannot get a fish. No, I don't even. Want to so talk about I, fish. I was sleeping. 
it was like 11 o'clock at night and she came home from the carnival and I was on the couch sleeping and I wake up to this fish it's, she's waving it over my face so I was like I was like that would only happen once yes. on my face. so you know I'm like freaking out like you know get the F out oh, of my yeah. face That's you know blah 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 yes. but she's got her phone she's uh, so she's she gonna, Im- immediately you know they snapchat that stuff she, or send yeah. it she's out like immediately immediately it's out to like a yep. hundred people I was like you don't realize how many people could see that and forward that and forward that and forward that just I'm had this conversation fired. today <laughs> with my daughter I'll tell you a funny story about Snapchat so what was it two or three years ago um, I was part of this company we would go do social media training and myself and Will Allen went and spoke at the uh, University of Pittsburgh to their football team on like media training like talking about he was talking about like as a pro athlete like the stuff he dealt with I was talking about the legal side and we got to Snapchat and we were talking and I and I was talking about like how I said you guys all understand in this room right those don't go away like you think they disappear but they're on a server and you can subpoena them if you do something inappropriate inappropriate every dude in that room was like what the fuck like they had no idea so I started talking like hey sending you know dick pics like inappropriate shit at least 15 guys came up to me after the talk and were like you being serious can they really get that stuff like what would happen if I sent it to a girl that's under 18 or like mm. kids are doing some fucked up yes, shit and no they don't question. realize it when, oh, I, yeah. when I said that and I saw the look on all of, it was a look of pure fear <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself what are you guys fucking sending on Snapchat to people because they were like panicking and I was saying I said you understand like if you don't want your mother to see it don't send it like, I remember saying that to my son. I said, assume everything you send over social media, over anything, you or me or your mother will see. So if you're going to send an inappropriate picture, assume I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. And it's just I, like I crazy. I forgot with the guy over him sending me one. I was like, "What are you doing?" Like, I'm like well, why do guys think that's a good idea? Let's let's, let's unpack was, this one. It's the dumbest idea. Unpack. Uh. Let's pack. Let's. Un- let's <laughs> I mean, <laughs> of course, I'm going to walk into I that, mean, right? <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so I was made aware years ago that women are always on the defensive, and this was during the online dating portion of my life ten years ago that women are always on the defensive because there's always men messaging them. Now again, I always, I'm naive, right? I'm thinking that the dating scene is like a level kind of playing field. Like, you know, I just assumed that there's communication. I never thought that that basically men were prowling on these women. Oh yeah. Until I saw some of the inboxes from the women I would date, they would say, look at this. And I just was blown away. Asking for a pick or? It was asking for a pic or just annoying them or sending genital pics or it was just nuts. The shit was, and this is 2010. So I was really at that moment fascinated. Do you really want to date a woman who would easily send you her boobs? No. I mean, honestly. No chance. That's not what what I was looking for. No. No. Not a chance. I find it funny. I mean. (laughs) No. I mean, no. who are these women who are doing this, first of all? And and the guys, I mean, surely they don't want to date you. Like, date you, date you. No, there's no there's no, uh, there's no, no ring getting put on anybody's finger in no. that instance. No. It's, it's all what you want. And that, that's like, you know, I found the, the online dating thing interesting, but so, so impersonal. Like, I felt like 
it was I was at the um, I don't know how would you say it um, the futures market in Chicago on the big board looking at just cattle and just, just swiping you know, just kind of well, why well, this is well before so that yeah. was even around there was just Match dot com and there was uh, there was eHarmony uh, what's the other yeah. one oh plenty of fish don't in uh, two thousand ten. <laughs> If they don't pay for it, you're getting you're, you're like what? I always knew is if the this? woman was paying on Mash.com because it would be like if they weren't paying, it was a free account. There was one photo, right? If no, there was yeah. one photo, no. no matter if she looked like Farrah Fawcett. No, my problem with I Match, wasn't reaching out. So I was a matcher back in the day before a matcher. I was on Match. And then I started just seeing all my guy friends that I went to like college with, and they That's were on awkward. Match. And we're all like. Yeah. Well, if you're on, I mean, I guess maybe we should should we go on a date? Like, I, I don't know. We're all so desperate. Like, at this like it's bad. <laughs> it was. When you're, like, all in your 30s and you're on match and you're, like, no, and you're, like, hey, Try I'm on it in your too. 40s. Like, Try it in I your 40s. Think, I, don't think, I don't think I can do it. Dating in your 50s. Look, I couldn't so let's, let's go down that's this. Let's go down this. It's frightening. No, I don't. I just, no. No. So now, um, now, now let's 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 be let's really take a different spin on this for a second because I think we can have an interesting conversation here. So uh, yeah, so I'll speak as the oldest in the room. I remember adult dating as a kid, <laughs> and it was usually like somebody's cousin's uncle or the guy down the street that happens to live in a small apartment or whatever. You never see a wife around. <laughs> My idea of dating is an as as looking at adults do it was kind of weird and kind of creepy. So mm-hmm. I would always picture like the the end of a strip mall. There's like a little lounge. <laughs> that would have a neon sign what? that says <laughs> bar, <laughs> and you'd go in there and there'd be a bar. bunch of people sitting in round like you know vinyl <laughs> booths with like mutton chops and you know wide lapels and you know uh, just ordering <laughs> drinking Colt forty five or drinking <laughs> you know like whiskey on the rocks. And, okay. And I think of like Steely Dan playing in the background, right? I mean, just that's, that's the vibe of '70s adult dating, right? And we've come so far from that, right? Mm-hmm. But they had it easier then. I really think they had it easier then. Yes, it was harder to meet people. I guess you know there was obstacles. Okay, you'd hang out in the grocery store, you know, or you'd go places where you would. Where else are you going to mingle? Watch out right? for the I guess, mangoes. Yeah. The mangoes. Yeah. Now, now it's now you can reach anybody anytime. So. But it was probably easier then. It probably took a little more courage back then. Sure. You know? But there was something there was something beautiful about the process of dating to me. Okay. That I think is kind of lost, at least initial dating back when it was more quote unquote traditional in the maneuver. I don't know if I like you know, like I got a taste of it in 2010, but if I had to go out there today, I think I'd probably become a priest. It's not fun. So COVID dating was fun. Let's talk about COVID. COVID dating. dating oh yes, was please. really interesting. COVID dating. Do tell. COVID dating. Please, please enlighten us. COVID dating. It, it involved lots of texting, emails, some phone calls, some you know, a lot of talking. I guess that was kind of good because you did what, you what, Zoom call? No, no, it was no, like no. high school. No. <laughs> was what like was weird school. was like. My sister and I talk about this, too, because my sister's single. So you would talk to someone for a long period of time. Because of COVID, you couldn't meet anyone. So you would talk to this person, 
And, and these are people that I knew maybe from school, from like high school or, you know, Facebook friends or because I wasn't doing online dating or anything like that. But you would meet you, you. So you would talk for a month, two months or something. And then you would meet that person. Be like, got your vax. And you're like, shit. Like <laughs> when you meet them. So me. you're like already invested in this situation <laughs> yeah. where you're talking to this person, you know, and they're. You know they're so cool and you know you're interested in them and they're interested in you and you've you know all these things in common and then you meet so, you know, so let it, me ask a question so what happens that you, when you meet and you're like oh shit like what's what what's that oh shit moment if you're if you got that i'm curious because if you're that far invested right and you right. meet them in person it's just it's disapp- it's, a, it's a disappointment because you, they're not what you thought they were like because people can be one way behind Oh, 100%. Behind a cell phone yes, or a text message, but when you meet them in person, so you didn't zoom anybody. No. Why? FaceTime. No. Why? No. But you knew they, you knew they looked like through Facebook. I would have. How the fuck do people yeah. date through but Facebook? You know, yeah. So I, we, yeah. like you have I get messages. I, I honestly get, I get messages in Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Yeah, I do too. So dudes would just Quite literally often. message you. Yes. And say, they'd be like, "You look. Hey. By the way, you look really, really gorgeous. So if you ever want to go out, I'm like, oh." So, so, I You look really, them. really gorgeous. So, if you want to go out <laughs> with me, that has got to be the most asinine statement I've ever right. heard. Like, where did you qualify that she was had something to gain by dating you? Well, I think people do. Right. I don't get it. Right. They, they don't do know the what segue. to say. People do a segue a lot too. They're like compliment so, and then example, wrap please. it into. Oh yeah, please. Let's, 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 unpack let's flesh this let's out. Right. This a little bit. Uh, it's always a segue for me. You know, a like segue. They, I want to know a segue. Like a segue. A segue. <laughs> something. Yeah. <laughs> right. Driving hey. around. Right. Would you like okay, to go on a date? It's always something in common. You know, and I do this. I do this. I'm guilty of this in business. Okay. You know, because I'll look around your room. Yeah, and find something. Yeah, that's that smart. I can talk, right, that's smart. Right, that's, that I can talk yes. to you about. Association, but, but that's what people do. You know, like I have doodles. Seeking. You know, so someone will text me, "Hey, I didn't know you had doodles," and start talking to me about the doodles. Oh, where do you like to walk your doodles? That's oh, do you little, walk your doodles see, here? See, when it's virtual, it's kind you know? of stalking. That's a little yeah. bit of stalking. It is. So when you're dating, like during COVID, there was nowhere to go. Right. So. Yeah, I, nothing I mean, was open. You, I did a, I did ah. a lot of walking. I mean, a lot. Like, like walking meet, meet, with at the dog, take my dog to meet somebody. Walking, you know, on trails. So how that work? You know, how those good dates go? Some of them went really. Some of them went well, but you tend to open up a little too much. Like people, you, you're telling girl. somebody you're, no, you're exactly. <laughs> someone's telling you their life history and and all about them. You know, and on this like ten mile walk, without oh, so you just start talking. I mean, like ten miles serious walk. I mean, I've done some serious, That's a serious walking. Walk. Right, ten, not, serious. ten miles is serious yeah, walk. Serious. There's a lot of time to kill, so you're talking and talking. <laughs> and, and plus, right, when you're when you're walking, you're not thing. you're I not face they're... to face with someone either. They're next to you. You're, so you can just you're, you're saying what you want. Yeah, <laughs> right. you're right. saying you're not you don't see that emotion or and you're not like. They don't see me rolling no my distra- eyes. <laughs> you know, There's like, no distractions. <laughs> that face. That face. I, yeah. Wow. Mm-mm. I yeah. couldn't imagine. It, it, it was. It's. It, I put myself in like a self-imposed exile before COVID. <laughs> so when COVID happened, it didn't it change like, my life at all. So an exile. I've heard from that before. Yeah. Someone else told I me that too. From it dating matter. or from just life. So I just decided you just hold up by yeah. yourself for yes. a while. Yes. So I with my family and stuff, but I just decided like I, I don't know if I like what I'm putting out there. Like mm. I don't think I like myself right now. I think I'm annoyed with myself. You know, I get that. I get that. I was yeah. like totally. 
how does one become annoyed with themselves? Oh, because I it, can annoy myself. Yeah, like, it was yeah. like I was just getting angry huh? over stupid things or just being a shit, you know? Yeah. Like, I was just, like, annoyed with myself. So I thought, I need to take a break, a reset. So I yeah. kind of, like, I just that. was in a self-imposed exile. So, okay. So COVID hit, and then I was involved with those PPP loans, too. Mm. So we were working from home. So when COVID hit, everybody was bored, got to watch Tiger King, you know, cook a bunch of shit, Mm -hmm. like do everything that they couldn't do for their whole lives that they've been waiting to do. Not me. You know, I, I, we were doing 12 hour days, seven days a week working, you know, so, so for me, COVID, you had work, COVID was a blur to me, literally. I mean, I was able to do some things, you know, in the very beginning and then not until like late summer, Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, but it, COVID dating was weird, like for sure. But it wasn't really dating. Like, what what no, what qualifies it was, dating? It was not what is dating. It was today? not dating. Dating is yeah, going a to a question. place outside of your home together with a person whom you have an attraction to. One time is that considered that you dating? Have an, that that you, wait, 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 wait. That you have okay. an attraction. Dating to. is more than one date. I did a date where we drove around. We went to uh, like a function. You got in some guy's car. Well, Girl. I, I'd been talking to that person. For, we, I'd met for like lunch and stuff, like COVID lunch. Oh, you know, like her, problem, her problem doesn't occur until she stops the car. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Um, no, but dating with a mask on is super weird too. Because that's weird. Yeah, I mean, you're like walking in it. with a mask oh, on. Come on, come on. I wore on. a clear mask for a while, and then I felt awkward, like I was going to be a surgeon, so I stopped doing that. Oh, wait a minute. I wait, hate wait, them wait. All. Rewind. You wore the face shield. I did. My cousin Stacy got them it. for her and her her daughter first, and they let you yeah. breathe. But then they were like, "Now How you have to wear the mask." How do you kiss a significant other when the dating process? It, how do you have that first kiss if you feel inclined to like? How do you do you, like? You know, I get very how does nervous. That work? I get so nervous, and I'm very. Um, I guess I, I'm confident and. I think I'm assertive in business, you know, and I can talk to anyone, but I get really, really, really nervous when it comes time to kiss somebody for the first time. So generally I will run away. <laughs> like I will go to my car like first really fast. I remember this one person Bye. told me that it was, I was like the road runner, <laughs> like just, you know, as soon as we walked out of the restaurant, I was at my car. Do you like start sneezing uncontrollably at them? That's like, a sorry. good move. Yeah. That's a good move like, right like, there. Like fake diarrhea <laughs> or something. I, 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 I might have COVID. Boy, I just hanging down your nose. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, oh. Facebook just shut down. I have to go. Yeah, so I get, I, get, like, I get nervous. I don't know why I get nervous. So I would just rather someone just like grab me and kiss me and does just it, get it over with. Does it feel like you're like... 15 years old again or 14 yes. where yes you feel like For me. you're just gonna miss and like get their nose or something For me. that it, was horrible do you remember that Yes. When you were like young and you were like, I've been married for like 15 I'm gonna years. Miss. I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss. Did you ever bang someone's head by mistake? No. How about like swapping gum when I was 12 Ew, or yeah. something? That was so wrong. That was like, so gross. We swapped gum. This my you first You know what? Kiss. I think I might have partaken in such an activity when I was a kid. <laughs> no, there's no chance <laughs> you I did missed that. out. Not no. anymore. No, I think That's I did. Foul. I think and I actually did like, it back as a kid. No. Well, not. It was I did like that. chewel gum. I did that. What? Chewel. 
Do you remember? Yeah. Wait, that had the little like center and it had the yeah. gel in there or whatever. It was so gross. Ew. Wait, that juicy shit in the middle? Chewel. Yeah, chewel. You shared that with dudes? Of course, man. I didn't share it with dudes. It was probably like bubble I shared it with girls, but I didn't share it with dudes. Trident original. It was like the blue trident. That shit's been around forever. You never... Listen, you have not lived until you've taken Coca-Cola with sugar, not corn syrup, the original Coca-Cola, okay? Ice. And you got spearmint bubble yum. You chewed that and you drank the Coke with that. That is the closest you ever come to an orgasmic taste bud effect. I like vanilla ice cream and Diet um, Pepsi. You can't Mint? do it anymore, but I'm saying they don't make that shit anymore. They do. Mexican Spearmint, Coke. Yeah, Mexican, Mexican Coke. Mexican Coke has real Spearmint cane sugar. Spearmint bubble yum. Bubble the yum. The amount of sugar probably entering your system as a 12-year-old yeah. was probably enough to kill a horse, but it was un-freaking believable. Huh. Did not know this. It was a thing. I learned something new every show. Spearmint bubble yum. Yes. I'll probably never have a chance to do that, but I know. I they still make that shit. Bubble uh, yum. I'm sure you could find a it. Bubble yum. What was There's the like other one? There was on bubble yum, somewhere. and there was hubba bubba bubba hubba bubba was the best. Hubba bubba. That was my favorite gum as a kid. Hubba bubba and Big League Chew. I have. Yeah, but the flavor was gone in thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. But it was good. On a random trip to Office Max, I had to buy myself. (laughs) Wait, there's still Office Max. There's things. I have to drive to Upper St. Clair to get copies right now. By the way, if you have any businesses in the South Hills near the Bridgeville area and you'd like to print me some copies, that would be great. You know, we have a coffee machine at the office. Not gonna. uh, That's a lot of lights to go to Carnegie. (laughs) I'd be you're there. In you're a lot of lights, Rocco. You, you come to our office like twice a week. You, know? oh. you can just like, print them while you're there or copy them. We have a big you machine that here, does that. folks. Anyway, but I was going to the office, Max, down down in Upper St. Clair, which you don't want to go to right now. On a there's... date? No, we're talking about gum. Oh. I moved to, I moved on She's to gum. She's dating the anyway, coffee guy down there. I had to buy oh. a whole container like the size of a baseball full of chiclets gum because I was like I just chiclets. need this for the that's office good. it was an chiclets. office chiclets. purchase so if you ever come to the office do you remember the marathon candy bars no, no. they were like shaped like a rope no. or whatever yeah no they it were looked, something man. it looked like DNA right yeah they the were best something. candy bar of all time was what you would call it and no one can argue no, me the milkshake no. candy bar they no. were only going to buy those at sporting events. Whatchamacallit, hands down. $100,000 frozen, bar. Yeah, they were good. They were good. Mm-hmm. You freeze a milkshake bar, you've never had an experience like that. I don't even know what a milkshake bar is. Yeah, because you're too old. I don't young. Too young, man. I don't know. How, about, how about a mallow cup? Ma- I, I had a big mallow cup. Oh, no. No, see, hold on, Rocco. We're, let, no. we're letting them off the hook here on the uh, yeah, no, we, the we, dating we got thing. off the We're not going to send. not let you get down the candy. What are you guys trying to do here? I'm trying, trying to, to understand. understand exactly what a, what it is absolutely like right now in 2021 in this social media drenched society we're in to actually conduct a date. I think everybody, I think people bullshit one another and tell people what they think they want to hear instead mm. of being real. Mm. Okay. Okay. Plus, and that's know, a byproduct, that, obviously, of yeah. social media. That's, that's what I think. Virtual world. Just be yourself. Be authentic. But what if they don't because know? Because it's going to come out but eventually. Listen, yeah. But what if 2021, yeah. what if now people kind of don't know who they are? Who they are. Then I wouldn't want to In go, reality. I wouldn't want to be around that's them. See, this that's is reality. Yeah, this sitting down having a conversation, is this is reality. So, yeah. so I'm like a year and a half separated right now. 
And just you talking about dating and us, I'm like cringing the whole time. I'm like, oh, God. Well, you're not ready like, yet. I'm not. You're in the healing process. I've no. been divorced yeah. for 10 yeah. years. It's something she's I like to. not ready yet either. <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> I think it's something I like to think of, but then whenever I think of the reality of it, I remember. Is dating. it messy? Is it icky? Is it something you don't want to do? Is it like? Is I just. It... I think it's interesting because sometimes you're dating someone and you realize that that's a really good. You can be really good friends with that person and mm, not okay. date them anymore. So that's what's cool. You know that I've met some great people that I've stayed friends with. Yeah, well, I've met yeah. Some you can people, make that work. Right. I've, absolutely. I've met some people that I would absolutely not want to ever talk to again, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm. But. Um, <laughs> You know, lots of life lessons. That's what I kind of like take from, you know, the dating. You know, people have given me some great advice. How many people did you meet in the COVID dating experience? Different people. Do you have a number? We're not going to judge. 82. (laughs) A lot of people. Holy shit. (laughs) 82? No, 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 no. no. Just a couple. Okay, so let's say a handful, five. Yeah, just a couple. And, and, um, you know some people I just talked to maybe mm-hmm. and never saw mm-hmm. some people uh, I saw random. quickly and like saw and then never, never saw again <laughs> um, how so what is that break like like okay so you talk on so COVID starts and you're out there right now you didn't partake in this right you're I just did not. Kinda, you're trying to like you're, you're spending a I lot th- of personal I've time I've said right? I, I, I go I would be open to a flirt flirtation right now flirt Okay, but the actual thought of like doing all the work to date and like having to follow up and like it's a lot of work. I'm just not. But, but I, I, I have I a would, lot going I, on. So. I debate that point and again. I, okay. I, have, I have nothing to debate it because I'm, I, I don't date. But I feel like when you know when I was younger and, and dated you know Laura and, and girls before her, like you spent a lot of time trying to learn about the person. Now I feel like you can. Yeah. So so a lot of that work up front is trying to if understand. And, and now think, I feel like yes. it's like you can find out about someone in thirty seconds. Like everything you need to know about that person. I think it's important to find out. Like I, everything? I, had, I had dated someone for a while and okay. never knew basic things about this person. You know, yeah. you don't say, right? Yeah. Like, so what exactly things. are you referring to? <laughs> but I, but no, I feel like I'm actually I... referring to someone that <sighs> I'm actually referring to someone else. But I, so I. I like I didn't know where this person like grew up and thing. I mean, we've been dating a long time and didn't know the basic things. And I think uh, I think like COVID so, they, no, so was this, this person right really COVID. good looking or something? Like, were you busy like making out? Like, you're well, like I don't really need to know I about your life. Like, I think we both were. You know, we she's both were dealing with like, not dating. She's both dealing with some. Cus- she just wants some details. <laughs> we were dating. Uh, we had some custody issues, both of us. So okay. I think, like when you, when you're go, you know, you're going through a custody issue or a divorce sure, or whatever, yeah. Yeah, your yeah, whole yeah. like your life becomes that, which yeah. is hideous. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, it's hideous. So that's what you talk about, and and then you become custody buddies, you know, and that mm. and it, it morphs into yeah, you know, hey, did you buddy. hear what so and so said? And mm. guess what he said? Guess what she said? And it's just yes, it, it becomes. And now we as adults have become teenagers yes. because that's what yes. social media, I mm-hmm. think, yes. has done to yeah, us. Sure. I would rather under get to know someone, understand them, see, you know, what the makes... old school day. Yeah. Yeah. I, yes. I, I, I was, that's, what I, that's what I like. And, and yeah. if they don't care to find out anything about me, yeah. next. 
So is it right? Yeah, so, absolutely. So oh, yeah, are adults becoming more now. superficial on the dating yes. front now yes. because of social that, media? Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. I think just in general, not just in the dating scene. I think I think people are putting up their highlight reel, and that's to be expected. Though. And authenticity's took the back seat. I prefer I, I, I prefer to get to know yeah. to, Agreed, to have Rocco. relationships and get to know someone personally yeah. and understand them and bond with them that way and then see if I have a relationship with them. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's even what as, I like. Even as friends, like even developing 100%. new friendships. Exactly. I, I, want, I, I don't, like, cool, I want to talk to you. Like, I, I even when we take on clients, like, I, I don't want to meet mm-hmm. a client over the phone. I want to meet them face-to-face. I want to look you in the eye, make Absolutely. sure we gel. We have to yeah, like each other are, if mm-hmm. we're going to work together. Yeah, I think absolutely. that's important. And I think that that's the problem with social media, though, right? I think people think they can develop a relationship through an online platform but it's 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 an artificial relationship i think i think yes. i think you can't develop a true human relationship and human interaction until you meet a person face to face talk to a person face to face and are genuinely curious about that person that's why if you if you're talking to people for a long time before mm-hmm. you actually meet them then you can be disappointed because you're getting yeah, in front get of that. them face to face that. and you're like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> but then you bring up the catfish He's effect. got rainbow suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm, not, I'm not mentioning any names, but somebody I know was talking to somebody for a very long time and did not meet them. And this person said they were this and looked like this and they turned out to be a very obese person. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that was not, they were chiseled. They weren't were sold that. They I've sold had, that, and that they were totally the opposite they person. Were and that, de- yeah, that devastates the person who's thinking they're the other person. Of course, I've had people say to me, "Oh my God, you look exactly like your picture." I'm like, on, on, of course, on Facebook I do. or something, because I don't do, <laughs> I've never, I, do. I don't do like online dating. But like, yeah. if someone saw my picture on Facebook or something, and they're like, "I, I can't believe you look like your picture." <laughs> Thanks. The, the, hell, the, what, I mean, the sad part is that, that, is that, that, that that's a statement made that shows you the state we're in as, as no a doubt. society. Like, that's, that's so sad. sad. That's so sad. That the people are expecting you to not lie look to like, them. To, yeah. They're expecting you to be deceitful. Like that's yeah. Like think about think about just zoom out a little bit on that statement. Think about what that says about society. People's natural reactions to think people are being deceitful. Like yes. If you think about that, like that, the natural reaction to that statement is you're naturally you're deceitful. I appreciate that you're not. I mean, that's it's what we reversed. thought about. Yeah, like that's mm-hmm. fucked up. Like that's completely fucked up. It's true. I don't know because I still I still really try to trust before I don't trust. But online, you I don't trust. I don't trust picture. before I trust. <laughs> <laughs> that one time. Her first holy communion picture. I am an admitted Instagram. I'll throw it through the Instagram filter. I'm, I'm, I'm going to. I'm but generally speaking, I don't care. Like right. I'm going to show whatever. Like I'm. Mm-hmm. St- if you're on my social media, you are too. I'm going to do something stupid on purpose on there, and I don't yeah. care. Oh, me too. Yeah, who like, gives a shit? Right. Just I want someone real. to know I watch Beavis and Butthead. Totally. Right on. Yeah. One of the greatest the, cartoons the, of all the time. Thing is, but the good. thing is... I think some lights went out. You know me, OCD. Uh, <laughs> they were flickering. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure I kicked them out under the table. Where was I going with this now? I don't know. I don't know. I'm yes. sorry. We're, we're talking about Beavis and Butthead. 
Yeah, that just got me all screwed up, and I saw <laughs> Lights Venus and Butthead. By the way, all of the MTV classic shows were great. I back found then. that the stupidest show I'd ever seen in my I life. I tried it. I to get, it. To, I tried to so get funny. into it, it but was it was I so stupid. It funny. Was funny. Oh, I love it. Was it? I, yeah. Okay. okay. I have and the time. Right, here's my question to you. Okay. So then, Mike Judd created a series for Fox that I think is one of the greatest shows they ever made, and that's King of the Hill, which is the. It's funny. Great, it's uh, funny. funny. Not as funny as Beavis and Butthead. No, not as funny. I agree with you. I have the time life. Beavis and Butthead DVD series. Oh my god! I shit oh you my not. god! That's impressive. Everyone has commercials late at night. Time <laughs> life. So that's impressive. I, I, was, I will give wait, you that. Wait, wait, wait! I was so I'm so old See, that I remember that's a fun th- that would go on your website. Yeah, if she were you remember? Yeah. <laughs> fun you would have been very young. You'll remember this. Do you remember the commercial on either Channel 22 or Channel 53 late at night that was for the greatest hits of mm. Yom Fear? The pan flute artist. I, thought yes. you, I literally oh thought you. God. I thought you said the greatest tits. What? I don't know why. I, I, now I, we all know that was Lonnie Anderson. <laughs> but I go, come on, now. where that does that even come saying. from? That's what it sounded like in the headphones. We're talking to me. about dating, Beavis and Butthead, Yom Fear. I'm like, what? And, yeah. his, and his magical pan Women's flute. Chess. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. sorry. Those commercials were the best, though. At the end of the commercial, after they would show the guy doing his songs, and the songs would all <laughs> scroll in 1995, or and then when Compact Disc came out, or the CDs for 29.95 too. Yum, fear, PO Box, so and so. And oh, see, and, I, I and bought <laughs> Buzz Ballads and all of that off the TV. I had to. <laughs> then I copied oh them God. all. Oh my god, I loved Buzz Ballads. Oh my god. That wasn't that long ago. That was That's like 10 years ago. TV was simpler, man. I Jerry mean, like, in the 80s and 90s, you had. Remember when, like, the channel count went to, like, 50? I was, like, mortified. Like, oh my god, this is the baddest ass thing in the world. I never watched half that shit, but I knew I had it. I literally watched four channels. And now channels. there's hundreds mm-hmm. of television. There's yeah. so much television and nothing on. I and I watched Mama's channels. Family. Mm hmm. I watch the Food Network. Oh, you know I what I'm too. watching? I do too. I'm watching the Great British Baking Man Show. Man versus Food. The that's whole a good, thing that's a great again. Show. That dude had the best job. I'm like, I would love to just. Whatever go happened? The he got off the foot. He got. He, I think he. I, yeah. if I read, <laughs> no, he got rest. like real skinny. Yeah, he, got he real lost skinny, weight. Lost yeah. a ton of weight. Yeah. Could you? I mean, how much? That was such gluttony. Oh, it was that like, was all gluttony for the sake of gluttony. It was exactly. It was. So I would gross. love to spend six months just saying like, "You're going to pay me to go and do these eating challenges." <laughs> Fuck yeah! Let's you're going to pay this. me to get fat on oh, television. As long yeah. as they pay for your personal trainer. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll do it for six months if you help me get it. Isn't off. Isn't there a place called the Heart Heart Attack Cafe in, in Vegas? Vegas? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. There is. I've done one of those eating challenges at a place in Clearfield, PA, called Denny's Beer Barrel. And what did you eat? It was a two-pound hamburger. Okay. So I mean, I have a picture of it. So this is how terrible. I, this is I how much of an idiot. No, I, I thought the same <laughs> fucking thing. No, that's a lot of we, meat. We drove from Philly. We went to the base. We stopped there on the way home, and it's literally the bun. The bottom and the top bun is like this big each. So it's this big. Oh, it's really two pounds oh of meat. Oh my god. It has a full head of lettuce, tomato, <laughs> onions. <laughs> Wait, so it has a all this stuff on it. Full head of lettuce. A full. That would got me right there. Like ten slices of cheese. So I order this, and I'm like, does this come with fries? Like, I asked, and, it, and she's like, honey, you're not going to need fries. I'm like, well, I kind of want fries. <laughs> you're going to have the like, meat I, I thought for sure. I'm like, I'm like, I can eat a quarter pounder. I can eat eight quarter pounders. I'm like, doing the math in my head, thinking, I'm going to destroy this thing. Like, I ate all the meat. Like, I ate, I did eat the two-pound the burger. The bun did you the in. The bun destroyed me. Now, there were pictures on the wall. These, like... 100 pound Penn State you cheerleaders that did it. You should have the bun. Did you ever see those guys eating yeah, the bun? Yeah, I kind of wanted to enjoy it. It's cheating. But I, 
I thought I was going to die. Like, I don't know. I, like, it was... So I would love to do those challenges, but I'm like, I don't know how these people do that. Because, I mean, there was still so much food left, and I literally slept on the floor on the in the backseat of the car on the way home from Clearfield because I would just felt like I was going to die. Like, yeah. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. It was so bad. <laughs> but I'm watching. I look at all these pictures. I'm like, how did these little motherfuckers eat this thing? Because they had a two-pound one, then they had like a uh, a team one that was a five-pound burger. Yeah. I'm just thinking to myself, what the fuck? And I don't know. I mean, I, I'm pretty small. And I would say I, I I eat regular. I do think I eat pretty well either way. Okay. Um, but when it comes to buffets, like I was talking to you about this today. Yeah, terrible buffet. You told me yeah. about a sushi buffet that I didn't know about, which I'm very excited. It's not a buffet. It's all you can eat. All you can eat, order from the table, which is even better. Correct. It's probably more sanitary. Um, if it's all you can eat, it's probably cool. You know, it's probably the right temperature. You're eating raw fish, raw man. Fish. Nothing sanitary about that at all. So, it's delicious, um, though. But yeah, like a seafood buffet. I mean, I'm gonna go up a few times. Like, I, it gets pretty hairy for me, and I don't know what that is. <laughs> She's gonna and have gout by the end of the day. Like, I would, I would probably right need a 15 minute. Like, if everybody wasn't waiting for me to get done, I'd be like, yeah. well, all right, I guess I'm done. Whatever. Yeah, but no, I, mean, I get I it. I get it. I don't know. I, I do it like once when a year. I, when it's I was great. young, it's there was fantastic. a place called Vincent's Pizza Pub, and it was in Green Tree. Still, isn't this, it still there? Is it still oh, there? Oh, yeah. It's phenomenal. Like right there by, okay. I used to live right by They there. had this thing where they had a steak sandwich mm-hmm. that was cut off of an entire loaf of Mancini's twist. Mm-hmm. they take the whole loaf of Mancini's twist, cut Ooh. it in half. Yep. That was the bun. And I sat and watched a, a buddy of mine that he probably weighed... 120, 115, destroy this thing. <laughs> and for me, I've never been the same since. I still can't believe what I witnessed. But when he was done, he says, because I'd like to have a calzone, please. And he ordered a small calzone, ate that, oh my God. and french fries. Wow. Mm. So but that was the closest I ever sat. And that took an hour, a good solid hour for him to consume that. But this, this was like a ridiculous steak hoagie. There was about a whole head of lettuce on there. <laughs> I'm impressed with dude. Was skinny as shit. I used to be able to house some food, man. Like when I when I was thin, like in in like little, like I mean no, like like a kid, you know, like a little kid. Mm -hmm. I used to put some pizza. I could I could I could house like ten tacos. Easily. Oh yeah, we talk about so, back in the day. And, 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 yeah, and like pancakes, I, eleven pancakes. I mean, I could, pancakes I could I can't eat. Do. Too heavy I didn't for do. Me. Like, you were growing. I, I mean, your body's I craving could, it. I could eat until probably like early twenties. I, I would eat three racks roast beef but sandwiches. These, and these racks, holy easily. shit! That's these class that would eat those hot. Like you ever see those guys eat those like three hundred hot dogs yeah, in thirty minutes? That's gross. It's disgusting. That's now. Now, I want to actually enjoy the food I'm eating. Like I don't want to dip a hot dog in water and just swallow it. Like that just it's sounds gross. disgusting. Yeah, not a skill I aspire to have. <laughs> it makes you want to throw I up went, watching I it. Went a like, million it does. Yeah, like I want to. As up that came them. out of my head, I'm like, I hope I'm the one the wrong sex for that skill anyway. So with my first son, I was pregnant and I was nine months, and you really don't need to eat more calories at the time. They're pretty good. Okay. That's what it says anyway. You're, you don't need more calories. <laughs> so what? I was still going to eat more calories. <laughs> like yeah. I got two weeks left before. Yeah, it was like two weeks. And so I made a pie cake in. What's which, that? Oh. A pie what cake is that? And I blame my extra, 10 of my extra pounds on this pie cake in. So it is a, I made, there's different pie varieties. I've never heard of it. So I took a cheesecake and baked an apple pie in it. Oh my God. 
So you flip an apple pie. I mean, I bought the apple pie, but I baked the cheesecake around it. And then it was the best tasting thing I have ever. And I'm like pregnant out to here. I have low blood blood sugar half of my pregnancy. So I'm just you sitting have to have there. High blood sugar now. I ate, yeah, really. I ate like the whole entire thing. <laughs> like there were so many calories. I definitely, I think, ten pounds were like that week. And I was like, this is it. This is all I got. <laughs> so <laughs> right? an apple pie in a cheesecake. In a wow. cheese. It was. Why don't you take it so one step amazing. further and put that cheesecake in a real cake? That's like a turducken. Yeah, it's, just it's a what? I had you never something heard, you like never that. You ever heard of a turducken? It's not turducken. good. I had something like that recently. It was not good. A duck or chicken, a turducken. So it's chicken, chicken stuffed inside of a duck, stuffed inside of a turkey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Dude, I can't. I it's have, actually kind of crazy. I would have gout. Hey, I would have gout with America. an hour of eating that. America. It's, it's really rubbery because. You know, it's not crisp, you know, like... Uh, some of it's yeah. super crisp, I'm yeah. sure, and then, like, I some... I love duck. The, Duck's great. Yeah, I like duck it's as well. It's pretty greasy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but if you... If it's cooked right, it's really good. Hey, I'm fine duck. with all. Mm-hmm. Now I'm hungry But you fuck. could do all different ones. You could do, like, a chocolate... <laughs> I'm kind of hungry, too. You could do a cherry pie and a chocolate cake, or you can do, you know... Highly suggest. That sounds really good. Yeah, I mean, you can get super serious and make the pie first, and then make the other cakes around the, it. But the best, the best food or the best eating experience you've ever had in your entire life. Oh, a number one at the very top, the apex. My, the apex. So I had my sister over for. I can't remember if it was her birthday or something COVID-ish, and um, I did like a crab shrimp. Like giant, huge shrimp, crab legs, the boil with the corn, the prawns, and the andouille sausage, and the potatoes, there. and the corn, and white wine sauce. And mm. I have a picture of it on my Facebook. That's some pretty it good living like, there. We, mm. I made it and I presented it to her because we we hung out together a lot during COVID, just the two of us. So I presented it on a platter, and we literally stared at it for like five minutes before we ate it. It was beautiful. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it was. I'm a really good cook. Are you crying? It, I am. That's a good one. I weeped a little. <laughs> That's so good. She fluttered in no, tears. It was, it, was, it was the best looking thing and the best tasting thing. That's we hard ate to so right. much food that night. But I, I, I could cook anything better than what you I think that it. I can go yeah. out and get. So Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well. It's uh, hard to top right there, Rocco. To top. I know. I, I will say that probably the uh, my bachelor party, Las Vegas... Uh, went to this hibachi restaurant, Toro, like fatty tuna sushi. Mm. One of the best experiences I've ever had because it's hard to get really good. You don't, you can't get Toro around here, right? You can't. Mm-hmm. No restaurants sell it. It's always say we're out of it. So that it's just there's something about it just melts in your mouth. That was probably one of the most um, memorable, memorable. Excuse me. Um, ex- food experiences. I mean, I've had a lot of good foods. I've been around the world and ate different places. Right. Like when I was in India, right. like had really spicy yeah. vindaloo, which was awesome, yeah. like truly authentic <laughs> stuff. But for some reason, that Toro, it was just just Toro nigiri, and it was phenomenal. It just melted in your mouth like butter. So, so the, good. That dish that I made for my sister with the crab legs, I forgot that I didn't have like the crab crackers, <laughs> so we used pliers. <laughs> Uh, like, that works. It works. Guys, that works. It was kind of think basically the same thing. It was kind of funny, but yeah, like, pretty much the same thing. I, clean, I cleaned tools. them. Yeah. yeah. You? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. Like I have a few memories. I'm the pork chop queen. So if you need a good chop, mm, I love breaded pork that's chops. That's me. You want, we just talked about pork chops today. Altius, Mount Washington. Best I pork had chop. them there. Best pork I chop had I've them. ever had. Chops. But it was a little too a she, little too um, huge. Rare. 
Itch. See, I, That's I okay by me. I kind it. of wanted mine a little more. Can you they make should rare pork? You can, you can it, make it medium. It was medium, but yeah. it was it was medium bordering on like like squealing still. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, one one forty five yeah. is the recommended lowest yes. temperature for yes. pork. Okay. Like yeah. I I it, I will check that to make sure it is one forty five. I don't let it go a second after. I get it. Do you remember like our parents telling us if like if you ate something you would get a certain like disease or you cross your eyes it'll stay that way. There was a dis- like a <laughs> pork too close disease. To the TV, you'll like go blind. It, some sort of like thing that you would get if you ate raw pork. I can't Dysentery. remember what it was. <laughs> I don't know, but I remember salmonella. And how e. many of you have had food poisoning? Hell yeah, I have had it twice. I don't know if it was. I mean, I've been sick. I don't know if it was food poisoning. Not for my own just being food. Drunk. <laughs> I mean, it's, it was usually if I thought I had food poisoning it was probably because I drank too much while I ate something. And so my sister gave the entire family salmonella. That My sister you met, Chrissy, she gave the entire... Thanks, Chrissy. But she, yeah, she gave us all salmonella. So she made this chicken that had That's a bullshit. marinade and it was like Ooh. crushed pineapple and like soy sauce or something. Yeah. And, and she like good. marinated it, Hawaiian chicken. But I swear she put that marinade back on that chicken at the end and didn't cook it. She says oh. she didn't. I swear um, she did. So it was the entire family, like a pregnant sister. Oh, you know, I have my three-year-old. Like it was the whole family. So none of us knew that the others were deathly ill because oh. we couldn't get up to call anyone to tell anyone. You know, and my hair hurt. Yeah, uh, it's awful. <laughs> it wasn't just shitting your guts out for like days and days and days. My hair, my body hurt. My hair hurt both times. But I had a boyfriend at the time and was like at their house and had nowhere to go except for to die and be embarrassed out of my I was just remember being humiliated. Oh my god. The Are bathroom. you okay? Get out <laughs> <laughs> The bathroom stings I know I know. It's just awful. How would I, I not know? <laughs> oh my god I'll never forget I was humiliated both times. I was like and then you're humiliated and you're like trying to ignore the fact like you're so sick. Do you ever get sick like in a in a public place where you have to use a public restroom? I remember like uh. getting sick at Macy's and like I remember just like sweating profusely you know you're on yeah, a date at least you're just sweating pro- <laughs> like just and they i remember like it was my ex-husband and he put his hand around my neck and he was like, oh, like oh. <laughs> i've had yeah Steve. in macy's yeah at least you're anonymous there totally but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that went, that went from food to shitting ourselves at Macy's. I mean, you're welcome. The, the show can always food, take a turn. Food does not do much for me. But, but I will really? say, nah, not, I don't know. I just take it or leave it. But I will tell you, I had a porterhouse uh, about four years ago at the Capitol Grill, and I've had a lot of steaks in my day in my travels, some good ones. But then, for whatever quirky reason, that porterhouse at that Capitol Grill was to die for. I think I probably ate the napkin when it was done. I couldn't get enough of it. It was so yeah. good. I do love a good the filet mignon. I went to a it's wedding not enough there. over the weekend. Yeah. I went to They're a wedding ready. at the Weirton Country Club. They had the best I've filet there. I've ever ate in my life. They really? had otter. <laughs> really? They cooked otter down there. Right? <laughs> I do like and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout I out. I almost said something but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Grill actually has a really good filet because I love their. I think it's Gorgonzola on top. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, it's that's it's good. so good. Go to Napa Prime. But I need also mm. a good Caesar. I like a f- 
fresh Caesar with white anchovies on top. Oh, that sounds good. Booty. We're all going to be digging through Bougie. the freezer when we get home. I'm, right now, I'm we're so all like, hungry right now. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> that's all we're talking about. You mean, you mean it's better than the Sheets chicken sandwich that I ate whenever yeah, that, I got yeah, here tonight? Mm. Who has the best pizza in the city? Oh, dude, that's Ooh. a hard one. Best pizza in the city. Oh. I like Gianni's of Cecil. Okay. Very doughy and yummy and good. I like a thin wood-fired. I like thick. I like Beto's on Banksville Road. Oh, I've good. had that. It's good. But the best pizza to me ever is where I grew up, Newcastle, mm-hmm. Augustine's Pizza. They have frozen Augustine's pizzas at Giant Eagle. It's literally, it's flaky, thick, crispy crust sauce and just Parmesan cheese. One like, bite, everybody knows the rules. That 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 pizza <laughs> is the best pizza I've ever had in my life. So Fiori's is probably accepted. No. I've as, never had Fiori's it. Fiori's is good. No. It's good. I, I thought it was pretty good. I, the is only that, reason is I, that in Dormont? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. The only reason why I don't like Fiori's because when I was in college, I went and saw friends at Slippy Rock. Mm-hmm. I, I went to W&J, saw friends at Slippy Rock. We were hanging out, and these girls were like, Fiori's is the best pizza ever. Let's go. Let's drive to Pittsburgh. So a bunch of us idiots get in a car, drive from Slippy Rock to Pittsburgh in the middle of the fucking night. <laughs> didn't take much to, to get, get you guys out get, of your town. I, I mean, someone was driving, so it was just like, yeah, okay. We drive to Pittsburgh to get this Fiori's pizza that's supposed to change my life. It didn't. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's cold cheese. Like, what is this? Like, why are you? Why don't they have the cheese heated up? They sold this, this like it was like thing. a unicorn. Like, this is the best <laughs> yeah, pizza. It's not a unicorn. I mean, we drove an it's hour pizza. and a half from Slippy Rock to get there. And like three o'clock in the morning, so that's why it's so this you white day. Ca- or what's that? What's that movie with white Harold Castle. and Kumar? Yes, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. It was so I'm a, it's a Homer call, but right down a block from us is Anthony Juniors, and I think they're they're uh, both they're Sicilian. They're they're thin. Weren't they on it? Weren't they on one bite? That- they might have been. I don't know, but they're Sicilian. I don't eat a lot of thick pizza, but I'll tell you what: one or two, one one or two pieces of their Sicilian will put you in a coma. There's a place in Oakmont. There's that place in Bridgeville. They make a square that's actually really good. Oh, I've been there with my country style pizza. Is there like an Iron Bourne pizza, Detroit style something in the city? Jet's pizza is Detroit style. That has the sauce on the top, correct? (laughs) Yeah. Correct. Uh, Chicago. No, Chicago. Well, Chicago's has the deep dish with the sauce. So- like I, the. I think Jets may have sauce, but the ones I got, I don't think have sauce on top. But it's mm-hmm. it's thick square pizza. Yeah, like thick really squares. thick. Like a, yeah, that's but that's supposed to be Sicilian, right? Mm-hmm. I guess they say Detroit's best style. burger in town. Tesoro's Bloomfield. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. You think? Yeah. But definitely. I just had a burger in Vegas at believe it, at a chain. It was Guy Fieri's place, and someone else told mm-hmm. me about that. And it is it was so freaking good. And the, there is one in Greensburg at the casino. Mm-hmm. Flavor Town Kitchen. It was so. Right. Oh my god! It was. I yeah. had one that had um, I think it had like crispy onions on it and bacon and okay. So the burger. It tasted like it was cooked in a cast iron skillet, so it was crispy. Right. You know? And then a friend of mine had the macaroni and cheeseburger, which I would not eat. But yeah, I mean, but that, would, like, that, that was too much. But the yeah. burger I had, I will definitely go back. It was, huh. you know, a brioche bun that was toasted yeah. and buttered. I mean, everything, all of the layers were perfect. Right. They didn't like, right? You, they didn't okay. scrimp on anything. It was perfect. See, I feel like I had. And he, he's going to be mad at me. Mm-hmm. Um, Pittsburgh Bottle Shop had recently, and I don't get out much to eat, so, you know, they had a burger there with, I want to say it was maybe blueberry, or I think it was brie and something else, but it was so good, and now I can't remember hmm. what was on it. Did you have ever have one with peanut butter on it? 
I've, yes. I've not, but I've heard they've been I good. Try it. Like peanut yes. butter and bacon. Mm-hmm. A I fried love egg on a butter. burger is good too. Fried the, egg the, is good the, on anything. The best burger I've ever had was in Miami. It was a burger with cooked perfectly with bacon, jam, and foie gras. Mm. Oh, I know. I wouldn't eat that. I didn't think I would either. I don't like it. It tastes I'll like eat, butter. It I'll just try anything. Like it's, it was the best burger I've ever had. Explain what that is exactly. It's like duck, duck liver. liver. It's duck liver. Oh, duck liver. Yeah, I don't but like it, that. But it's literally just cut in a slice on the burger, and the heat just melts it. So it's, it's almost like just like butter. It's, it's pretty rich. It's so good, though. It was so good. I'll what try anything. Good? What makes like, the sorrow so good? It's fine. I don't. I don't know. I think just the the burger itself. Like every time I've been there, just the taste of the meat or however they season it. It's just because you, mm-hmm. you don't get anything special. It's just a burger with cheese and vegetables on it or mushrooms on it. But there's something about the way it's cooked, the bun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just well, it has like, to be because everybody it's says the, the same thing. It's the high heat too. I think yeah, they do yeah, like because yeah. it's like flamed. You yeah, know, they cook those potatoes. Well, and... Burger King flames their burgers. Well, that's huh. not me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? right now I'd eat Burger King. You guys keep talking about food. <laughs> if someone brought in Whoppers, I'm like this is the best burger in Pittsburgh right now. Definitely. I think I have half of a stale granola bar in my purse. I'll be eating it. <laughs> you like Five Guys? I mean, I do, but that's to me that's a chain, right? And I think, it's, it's, I think it's the secret there is that it tastes different because they use peanut oil, and yeah. peanut oil, like it was, I think peanut oil was flushed out of the American fast food system back mm-hmm. in in the Nixon era because it was so high in trans fat. Mm-hmm. I believe that was the thing. Not with the allergies, so damn, but it tastes so damn good. Yeah, right? I mean, five I guys mean, is I mean, good. If you're Don't eating get me wrong. a burger, you're already. If you fry a turkey, I think they they do the turkey fryers with peanut oil. Mm. I think so. Oh, That's really? Delicious. Fried yeah, peanut oil <laughs> has peanut oil is pretty unbelievable. If you, yeah. if you, I mean, if you succumb to it, yeah. I mean, you're you might need to have like a you know a, a side of Lipitor or whatever after when you're done <laughs> eating, but you definitely you know I'll take I'll, I'll take a, a leg of that fried turkey and an angioplasty to go. Hey man, you, you eat fried turkey once a year on Thanksgiving. That's it's fine. It's fine. You Turkey's not bad, right? I mean, no, I like you, it. Yeah. Thanksgiving, like that's one of my favorite meals of the year. So if I, you brine it, like mm, you know, I yeah. brine a turkey in cider. Okay. A cider brine. Oh. Inject it with a Creole seasoning and then a dry rub and then I smoke I it. I feel like you need to have a restaurant and not be a banker. Yeah, I'm just I thinking about like, that. I, I, like, I don't even understand half the shit you're talking about. Like, <laughs> brining is you a very positive thing. You basically said I cook better than anywhere I could go, so I feel like you should just have a restaurant. But I Definitely. will say that yesterday I stopped by. I was telling you this this afternoon. I stopped by a food truck that was for the fire department and I got spaghetti and meatballs for the kids and they had one meatball and I first went, mistake there's one meatball <laughs> and that's generally what my children eat there's one meatball so I had I was supposed to make spaghetti and meatballs that night but I was like oh I'll just take it easy and just go get it over and help the fire department and yeah, so I get home one. I have to make meatballs so I made like nine meatballs and I had turkey meat instead of it there's Huge difference between yeah. the meal, the pork, Hell and the yeah. beef. So yes, mm-hmm. turkey is good, but like you can't make yeah, a meatball place. out of it. And I, you know, it's healthier, you know, but I, yeah, I know. it's not for meatballs. If you can not. make a good Poultry. turkey meatball with like a different type of sauce, by you throwing know, it away and bringing, bringing the beef out, like a sweet <laughs> no, spicy if I had sauce, like a yes. ton of sauce for it, or like they made mm-hmm. them very, very small and like really, really fry them, like then they might I'll be do dead. like fifty meatballs when I make meatballs and freeze them. I did that during COVID. The best thing to make with pumpkin is She's nothing. dating during COVID. Throw it in the trash. Thank you. Walking yes. no, Pumpkin is so good. Pumpkin meatballs. Roasted pumpkin. Oh, no. 
Pumpkin meatballs. Pumpkin seeds are the only thing I'll eat. Pumpkin. I mean, I'll, I'll eat pumpkin if it's there. I don't like it. Why is that a thing with women? Like pumpkins? Like. Is it just because it's festive? Because it's no. the season? Do you, eat, do you eat butternut squash? I do. I don't even know what that I like is. That. It's but good. That's like pumpkin. But it's not. Yeah. Pumpkin. I don't even know but what that is. Pumpkin. I love butternut. Do you ever have squash. like a pumpkin ravioli? Really I mean, good. I probably it tried a bite of Laura's that she probably got one night when we were out because she likes pumpkin. And I made I'm a like, cauliflower crust terrible. one time. Oh, that's cauliflower's good. Cauliflower's good. That's pretty good. I just had some General Tso's cauliflower at a mm, bar. I've had that. That's pretty good. On Sunday night. It it's was still not chicken. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Anything okay. that General Tso's no, is basically like molasses. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like, here's some yeah, sugar. Yeah, they have that at Trader Joe's. You're better off eating five Snickers bars than you are sitting down to a plate of General Tso's chicken with rice. Yes. No, really. Yes, so good. It is. I won't eat it because I can't see like the meat. You it's know what I mean? Cat. I no, don't I'm think just they kidding. It's delicious. It's chicken. Oh, it's definitely some kind of varmint, some kind of rodent yeah. for sure. But it sure. doesn't I mean, like if you cut it open. I think it's thigh meat. That's why. Like, but you can get general sows with white meat, and then you yeah. know that's. I eat shrimp at a Chinese restaurant because is it safer? It's shrimp. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is. You, it's, you can't fake they, what it looks do like. Do they devein them? Yeah, I, I won't eat it if it's not. Do they? I don't know. Not always. I never really look. It depends where you, you know. go. You see that little black yeah. strip down, you know yeah. what you're eating. You'll yeah. be yeah. okay. Yeah. You're not die. Oh, it depends poop. like where you, you go. Want, hey, if you want to eat poop and you're good with it, rock I on with your bad self. But I'm just saying, like they better they better <laughs> coat it. <laughs> All right, I know I've rubbed against it here, but this is was better than expected. Very fun. It was a fun, fun experience. <laughs> Super hungry though. I'm Super fun. We got, we got rock of the Literally, Literally. He wanted these light bulbs over I, here. I can so. divvy up that granola bar if you guys would like. <laughs> Cut me the hunger games. Getting out of here with that granola bar. I probably have some like really crusty goldfish oh. under the car seats. Oh man, I got some weird on. things in that in that, uh, <laughs> that refrigerator in the other room over there. We won't go there. Thank y'all. Did you have fun? Absolutely. Eric, it's always. always a pleasure. All right, we're going to do it again. Yeah. It was nice meeting everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Very nice pleasure. to meet We're going to do this again. This is Rocco, good, definitely. This is a good see group. See you work on Monday. This is a good yes. group. Next, next week or hey, tomorrow. Hey, she's not showing up tomorrow? I got the golf outing. I never know when she shows up. Uh, she's what, a, what a job. I'll no even idea. be like, I'll see you on Friday. Oh, yeah, all right. Maybe what? not, but I'll do some work from home today. What a job. It's awful. I'm an easy boss to work for. No doubt. All right, friends. Thanks. Thank you. We're out. <laughs> see ya. Woo! I'm so fucking hungry right now. Hello, you're listening to the Eric McKenna Project.